so here's the question. If you were to go into the quarantine and you were going to have one name brand item and one non-name brand item, and the non-name brand item was going to be complete trash, and your choices are between toilet paper and paper towels, Chris, what are your thoughts? Uh, so name brand on one of those? Yeah. Name brand. The name brand one is going to be nice. The non-name brand is going to be trash. And it's just it's between toilet paper and paper towels? Correct. See, I didn't. Okay, I. Uh, so I'm gonna go with the name brand paper towels. Okay. Um, because I, I'm super not picky about toilet paper. Like we've had single ply here at the house for a while, and I'm used to it. So, um, and Animals, I man. think you can get a lot more. See, here's the deal: wet toilet paper is wet toilet paper. It's done, right? So, mm-hmm. but if you have a wet paper towel that's a decent paper towel you can probably actually use it several times including wiping your ass if you needed to or you can use just towels which are definitely reusable (laughs) i mean i guess but you can't use just paper it has to be toilet paper yeah like i wipe very thoroughly so like if i use anything too rough i might like just fucking sandpaper my asshole yeah so initially when I thought about this question, I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to ask it because it's a no-brainer. You take the toilet paper. But then I started thinking about it, and I was like, eh, if it's not a thorough job and I'm going to be quarantined, I'll just jump in the shower if need be. Whereas paper towels really are like, like they, if there's a trash paper towel, all it does is move the kind of wet along the surface of what you're I mean, wiping. What, to be fair, that's what shitty... Well, literally, shitty toilet paper to do, too. It doesn't fucking take it out. Mm. Like, you want to take a... I mean, what are you using paper towels for? Like, I use it... I don't use paper towels, I guess, maybe that often. Like, wipe stuff down, but I can use a rag for that. You know, or like, dry my hands, but I can also use a regular towel for that. That's a good point. I feel like I use paper towels a lot. I, I use them a lot, too. I, and I, I'm, I'm probably horribly wasteful with them. Um... But you know, I use them in the shop a lot too. Mm-hmm. Definitely a commitment to take a shower every time you shit versus just fucking switching to regular towels. Yeah, and, and then throw and, and then throwing them in the wash. You know, at the end of the day. <clears throat> My second question is: uh, just came from talking to Chris a little bit earlier. If you were gonna, um, you are talking without me. I see how it is. We were waiting for you to pick up. <laughs> I mean, I made the phone call at the same time. Hmm. Um, what is? Your if you were to start a metal band, what would you name it? Oh, hmm. so I'm gonna tell you what mine is. Mine is fetal pig. <laughs> is it already a fetal pig? I don't think. I hope not. Like it's been my dream since I was like a, when I was when I was. Uh, we had to like uh, dissect one when I was in middle school. And I was like, Fetal Pig sounds like a fucking awesome band name. And ever since then, I've had this like fantasy of starting a band called Fetal Pig. See, the problem is, is now it's out there. And they're going to be real <laughs> bad. You're going to be real bad. Somebody steals it. Real fucking popular. <laughs> and then the Sans guy from that video game becomes the logo for it. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're so bitter about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is like one of the most popular like indie things. That's that's the thing about it. It's like, because it blew the fuck up. You know, um, I have I have a lot of band names. Um, if you'd like me to please, please. Um, and what was the one that I don't even remember what we? Oh, the, it was Sultry Flim. 
Sultry Flim. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> and these aren't necessarily metal bands, but I think they'd be funny. Uh, Growth Spurt. Oh, that's that's an alternative band. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Like, um, I feel that they're right next to uh, the Gem Blossoms. Like they're they're opening up for the Gem Blossoms. Origami haircut. <laughs> that that's anime. <laughs> K-pop band. Uh, I like it. Noodle frame. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I'm not sure what, what that means. Mm-hmm. Underpowered lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> and um, grandma's birthday. That's good. Those are those are those are my lists of things. I mean, there's a couple. Like, I think it's a shame there's not a band. I'm sure there probably is one called the Lollipop Guild. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I it's think that would be more band names apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had this. Uh, the, I actually had this in my phone. Mason needed. What did he? So he had a project in his. You know, back in the day when they went to school, um, he was in like his second year of that print production class. So they had to. For the first year, the second year students had to help the first year students come up with basically it was advertising ideas for products that don't exist. I'm like, well, I've got some ridiculous. So I, I, I named off a bunch of stuff. The other one was Found Couch, Foreign Policy, Burnt, just B U R N T. <coughs> foreign Policy is a good one. Uh, broken Phone Charger is also a good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, you got any, Joe? Uh, no, I'm not creative like that. <laughs> I never thought of making my band. Oh, and here's, here's the last one here. Olive loaf. <laughs> Anyone who knows that delicious meat treat. Meat? I thought thinking about bread when I hear loaf usually. So so it's <laughs> so, so olive loaf's a real thing. So it's sliced sandwich meat um, that's got olives like you know built into it or however they do that. Mm. Yeah, sexy kind of. All right, so let's get into uh, Rona romps. Joe, any anything Joe. new for your uh, Rona romp? I mean, no. I mean, there's no more uh, lessons to be taught. People should fucking know by now. Like, if you don't know, you don't know. Like, like this person I saw. No, yeah, I was gonna say you have a new DSA for this Do, week. I, I I don't know if it's D, I feel like it's common sense, but no, so I, common I, is I, relative, sir. I I saw this guy in line, bro. I was up behind my farm, you know, in the pharma, uh, pharmacy counter, like where, like a couple steps raised, you know, so we like can look over the pharmacy, you can see the line and everything out front. Mm-hmm. So I saw this guy pull down his mask to cough into his elbow, and then pull his mask back up. <laughs> and like I, I did not know what to do. I did not know what to say. I froze and I opened my mouth open, and I was like. What did I just fucking see? <laughs> That's amazing. It's, uh, every time I'm I, not it, sure it, if anybody noticed that, it never, me. it never gets less shocking to me. You've seen it before? No, no, no. But when you said it in the chat, I was like, oh, when, yeah. I, when I was reading it, my jaw was like in my lap, so to speak. That's exactly. I couldn't laugh. Like even though in my head it registered as funny, I couldn't fucking say anything. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes you see something like if you can't say anything, like you slap the person next to you and point, right? Like my tech was next to me. I couldn't. I just, I just froze. Yeah. I did Mike not what I was looking at. I have um And he wasn't that old either. It was like just a middle aged dude. Just, like not, like not that much older than us. Right. Right. While we're on the topic of DSAs, I have two. Uh one is one is a joke at people and the other one is just something for everyone to consider. So the one that's a joke is this. A mask isn't like a magic talisman. Like, just because it's on your person doesn't make you protected. 
This is true. So if you are in a uh, assembly area, <clears throat> meaning a grocery store or or anything where people assemble to kind of do things, and it's hanging off your ear, it's not working. But people, uh, I see a lot of people not wearing the bottom strap. Just the top strap, not the bottom. Strap. I, I see yep. that as well. But I, I to this week or this past week, I saw someone with it hanging. Like one, of, it was like a surgical mask, and the the loops that go around your ear was just yeah. hung off of one. Like almost like it was like the Kova equivalent of Belle Biv DeVoe only fastening one buckle from their overalls. <laughs> oh my god! So it was just hanging off. Yeah. If I were you, I'd take precautions. Dude, well done. That's a great specific pull. Um, Dude, band name, specific pull. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's, here's, the, here's the one that's serious. This is just something for people to consider. This thing seems to be contagious via droplets. And droplets are what? Liquid. Liquid is what composes a droplet. So if you are uh, wearing your mask and it gets wet or it's raining outside, think about the implications that that has in regards to the protection that it's providing, meaning it's less. Yep. Just be aware of that. That's not, a, that's not a slight against anybody or saying that anybody's dumb. It's just a, like a food for thought thing. If it gets wet, it's not helping. If, if, if a mask is helping at, say, uh let's say for 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 uh, for protection it's helping at like 30% um if it's wet it might be helping at 15% yeah. you know so that that is a DSA that's that people don't realize they think also that if they're wearing masks even properly if they're wearing the mask properly they they don't have to worry about the um the distance of standing next to somebody so much right. because they're wearing masks but like the, those masks even N95 masks aren't perfect. The 95 stands for 95 percent. Like five percent right. should. Right. So like, so oh, so I've way. got a, I've got an N5, so that's not very good. <laughs> well, What's so shitty fucking toilet paper. And and, and here, <laughs> here's the thing: is that just just to clarify what Joe said, the 95 percent means that of, uh, like of particles that we that they test on, there's only five percent that can't get in. But it is they know. That it's size related, right? So, like, and viruses are the smallest thing. Correct, but N95s do block the corona. But yes, the, the, yes. But the thing about the N95s are, I mean, there's a number of things. First of all, they can get wet too. Secondly, uh, mm. people, a, a lot of, I see a lot of people with them, but like, the, the, the seal of an N95 matters. It matters a lot. Or stress. So I would suggest that if you're putting on an N95 as you're exhaling, just run your fingers around the sides of it before you go out to make sure that it's sitting on your face properly and that no air is getting out. Because I see people where like the nose guards aren't pushed down and stuff, and it's like you know it's you're you're not using it to its full potential. Mm-hmm. Um. So what else, Rona Romp wise, Jim? Anything? Nothing. Nothing else n- new or different than things I've already fucking seen. Yeah. Things have been a little bit different on my end. Um, <clears throat> well, I still love, I, well, I, I think people are getting complacent because I, I do see more people out and about. So like, I, if, I agree. Like, I agree. Like, kids fucking playing together. Groups of kids playing together. Like, it's like what you said last week, man. Like, that's not fucking helping, man. They're just bringing home whatever they're catching. <clears throat> Correct. Just, just like, you know, you know how when you, one kid gets sick in class, everyone gets sick, and then, and then every, all the families get fucking flu. Yeah. 
I um I I want to say that I, in the buildings that I am mopping, some of them are nursing homes, and you know what I mean because we have contracts there, yep. and uh and and you know other other kind of group home type scenarios, and you know some hotels, et cetera, et cetera, and you know the, you're told that there are sections that you that we're, we're not going to to mop without you know it being cleared out and all sorts of stuff. Um, but it seems as though to me from the outside looking in with no knowledge of what's really going on that, um, this past week people have been sicker, uh, significantly sicker and, uh, which there is a silver lining to, uh, because it would suggest at least once again, from, from my limited, uh, control group, right. Um, that that we are heading into or coming out of or around the center of the peak, which would be comforting in some ways. Uh, and then all that CDC information is interesting to me also. That It, it does make me go, hmm. Yeah. You know, it's convenient. Well, like, if you're... All right, so I'm not a conspiracy theorist about this stuff at all, just a, as a disclaimer. And... People keep talking about these two guys from California. Do you know who I'm talking about, Joe? Nope. Okay, so these two guys from these two guys from California have made. Oh, do they walk in a bar? <laughs> yeah, they walk in a bar with a rabbi and a priest. Um, Robert sent me a meme recently that had a. Uh, it was like a rabbit walks into a bar and orders a drink uh, with a priest and a, uh, rabbi or with a priest and somebody else. And then looks at the bartender and says, I think I might be a typo. Um, so anyway, the, the, hold on one second. I I can't, for some reason, some people can't chew gum and walk at the same time. For whatever reason, I can't refill my vape and podcast at the same time, (laughs) but, um, so much concentration. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, so here's the thing. They, they, they had a video. It, it, it got a lot of legs uh, because it offers a, a kind of very kind of conspiracy-esque view, but also, you know, they're saying from our view on the front lines and, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, people want hope. You know, people are attracted to hope in the same way that they're attracted to fear, in my opinion. But uh, look, people are saying that the that youtube and everybody's pulling this stuff down because it's a conspiracy and all this like no it was pulled down because these guys are fucking scam artists um well i shouldn't say that i don't know them personally but they have financial intentions with their motivations there is a they have an angle and they're not uh mds they're not uh, immun- immunologists or epidemiologists, or I, 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 I didn't look into it, but I did, did see like fucking posts and stuff about fake do- don't listen to fake doctors. Yeah, <laughs> they're none of those. They're none of the type. Like my wife is a doctor, but she has no business offering you medical advice on. She has no. She's she has no business offering you medical advice on your you know infectious disease control. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> there's doctors of Egyptian history, you know, so just, uh, I would be cautious about some of that stuff, you know, yeah. but one thing, so I say that, right. I say that to say this, there are, there is federal money out there for hospital services regarding coronavirus. 
anytime there's money involved in anything, people will round a square peg as much as they can to fit in a round hole. Yep, people are awful. Um, so as a result, the CDC saying that the numbers are inflated by about 30 to 40 percent doesn't bother me. It would not, doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it doesn't surprise me either way. Like, you know, it doesn't surprise me if they're telling the truth and it wouldn't surprise me if they're lying. There, there's interest involved in all ends. Problem. And none of it lies with the people. Well, what do you think the CDC interests are? I mean, it depends on who is fucking in charge or who's con- telling people what to say. Like, I, I don't know who's in charge of what anymore. There's so much fucking change in <clears throat> staffing and administration of, like, everything in this country. Right. Like, but I mean, what 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 do you think? I mean, what concerns you about the CDC and their motivations? Well, we want like people like there's civil unrest now, like starting to be more civil unrest. Mm-hmm. Like it would benefit the I don't know the man, I guess for for, for them to be oh yeah 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 let's open back up. Yeah, you know? but but that's not that's not so I, I agree with you in some ways, but that's not um, you know I don't think that the CDC is in that pocket. Uh, oh, it depends on who is. You know, in charge of shit and whose pocket they're in. Because the CDC is definitely about protecting and quarantining and all that kind of stuff. Because even even our mopping like is directly reporting and answering to the CDC in regards to you know the sanitary. And our hospital, you know. Yeah, yeah. Have to deal with it, but you know, it's just that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they are. Right, right, right. I wouldn't be surprised. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. um, I don't know how. Like, I'm, I'm not into. The shit's enough to know if it's true or not, but like, you know, conspiracy theorists or whatever, just people in general, not even like conspiracy theorists, just like fucking people on my Facebook or whatever, like, I, I are saying that um, people, uh, governors, I guess, are pushing to open states back up, like, knowing that it's the fucked up thing to do because of money. Well, I think it's it also has to do with unemployment. It's something about if they say the state is open and you decide not to work, then they can cut your unemployment benefits. I'm like, that sounds about right of what a state would do to cut. But, but see, here's the I mean, I just said, because I the state's open doesn't mean your job is there. I'm sorry, what? Just because the state's open doesn't mean your job is there. Right, right. But I'm saying like the state won't be in char- won't be responsible for your unemployment anymore. <clears throat> the state is not telling you you can't work. Right, but uh, and I don't buy into that logic because um, if you've um, had to, if <clears throat> if Joe's um, Joe's gym has to close close because of the coronavirus, and you're three months behind in your mortgage, and you just say fuck it, all your employees don't have jobs, but the governor opens the state up. But what you, the fuck's that got to do with Joe's gym? But you have to, because their gym can open now again. But the gym's out of fucking business because it went bankrupt. Right, right. So let me let me let me let me add some clarification because I think I see everybody's point of view here. Mm-hmm. So what Joe is saying is that the people that don't have to go to work are receiving money from certain institutions that are getting federal money, including the federal government directly, in order to stay home. If they open up and they have their job, then they can go back to work but be put in danger. And what Chris is saying, if you've already lost your job just because everything opens up doesn't mean that you will get it. He is also right, but those people, it won't affect their unemployment. The people that Joe was talking about and the people that Chris are talking about are different groups of people. Those people will remain on unemployment. Joe's people will not. 
and not 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 um, everyone whose business is closed for now or actually out of business yet or like I don't know you have to file for it or what but you know some business are technically still existing well I think that some positions in general are going to be going away oh yeah, yeah you know sure. like I, well, I was I mean there's going away forever. there's yeah. no reason there's no reason for 400 people to be in an office anymore mm-hmm. uh, there's not because you know there never fucking was right but but Joe you have to keep in mind the mindset was from before the internet that up yeah. oh, I've got to go to work That's I've true. got to get up and go to work uh, Jimmy Jimmy's late today you know for his cubicle job um, what's up Jimmy um, just using Jimmy as a metaphor here not Jimmy in particular but <laughs> yeah. for anybody catches any sort of feelings out there no, um, I um, but like that's what I'm saying like, I mean like my shit is that we 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 we're being forced to change the things we could have changed a long time ago that we just fucking haven't because people are old and stuck in their ways. But no, Joe, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't because, either. Because I don't think anybody was old and stuck in their ways to say – I mean, I'll give you an example. My company I work for has an, a corporate office in Nashville, the fifth floor of a building, and they have a whole – they have half of the floor. And they actually just moved another office into there, so it's even more crowded. I don't know. There's two or 300 people that work in this office. How many of those people are having to go into the office every every so often to do stuff like our pricing team because some of the computers stuff you can't do from home? But that's the only people that are coming. So what I'm saying is, and nobody thought about. I mean, it, it's just a thing. You go to work, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it is productivity. If I don't have be able to look over there and see Joe at his desk, then I don't think Joe's working. Think about office space, or right. you know. Yeah, right? I also, so, I also think for some- you, you, people actually get as much, if not. Can get more done at home because they're not fucking forced to be well, fucking washed over. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that either, Joe. But I, I don't, I don't always vilify it, right? Like I don't think it's like these people, like, no, I'm stuck in my ways, or we're not going to change. I think that sometimes, you know, like the people just don't, they don't know until they know. You know, like they're not even thinking about that. And then now I think they're going to have to think about it, and that's going to adjust the way that people work from home. But I, talking to my wife, like, you know. Her, the place where she works, pretty much let go of all of their PTAs, their physical therapist assistants. Thanks for clarifying that, Mister Acronym. Well, yeah. <laughs> um. So, you know, I was talking to her about it, and she was like, "They can't get jobs anywhere." I don't. She was saying, "I don't know if that position is going to come back." Yeah. You know, because theoretically, like the you know, all right. So let's follow this through. Just as an example, my wife sees, you know, I don't know how many people she sees a day, so to speak. Whoa. Uh, ten, ten people, let's say 10 people, right? Um, now that the, the, you know, that now that we're under COVID, uh, oh, shit, I've been trying to do COVID anagrams like all the whole time, but I can't think of a C for uh, people. Well, fuck it. COVID patients, right? <clears throat> because of COVID and patients being concerned about COVID, she's only seeing, let's say, seven. So when she was seeing 10 people a day, she needed a PTA. But now that she's seeing seven, she doesn't. So what's the what's the over-under on that for the person that owns the business, right? Do we profit at the end of the day, you know, $30 versus 25 if we have a PTA? When, you know, obviously the, the physical therapist can handle the workload if it's only seven? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like the ultimately, what I'm saying is, other than just people don't have to go in, into work 
is that is that some people some positions don't won't exist anymore because a lot of, a lot of positions and or jobs in general are just made to be jobs so that people have jobs. I think a lot of things aren't just aren't fucking necessary except that we need to keep people employed for for money reasons. <clears throat> and like like fucking Star Trek, man. Like there is a point where like there's just gonna be less jobs than our people. Like we like you no know, the whole quote unquote create job. That is exactly what the fuck it is. Like you literally need one fucking person probably to watch ten self checkout lines. Yeah. Right? No, I agree with you. <clears throat> And so I don't see a bank teller because I can do everything by myself online. So like the thing that's why that's where the um, UBI comes in. Like that's what people were talking about universal basic income is because like you just fucking need food and shit to circulate for people who don't need to work. I, I, it's weird to to say that some people don't need to work, but like we just don't need some people to work. I, not not specific people, but just the percentage of the population doesn't have to do anything for the work for things to run. Let me tell you something, Joe. The percentage there is a percentage of the population that's already doing that. That's true. That's I'm sitting not, on their ass. And 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 larger percentage that doesn't have to be doing that. So here's what's going to happen, Joe. In that situation where these people don't have to work, let's let's say the three of us work in an office and they decide that they don't need me or Bobby anymore. So Joe, you get to stay, but guess what you get to do? You get to do what you were doing. Plus, what they deemed that Bobby and I weren't doing that wasn't important. The part that was, you also get to do that. So now you're working twice or three times as hard for the same amount of money. That's true. Or we're sitting on our asses or finding a job somewhere making a lot less money outside of our skill set. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about because that already happens. Then tell me what the fuck you're talking about. I'm not following you. Yeah, and Joe, Joe, turn up a taste uh, because you're a little lower than the the rest of us. But make it sweet, not sour. How about now? There you go. So what I'm talking about is – perfect. Corporate is already doing that, all right. They're, they're, with unlimited growth profit, we are already at the point where I'm any any person at any given job is getting paid proportionally less and working a lot harder than they were maybe 30 years ago. But just just due to the fucking inflation and shit alone, because there's only a certain percentage of money right out there. There's, there's one lump sum of money of everything in a society. If if it keeps shifting one way, it's coming from somewhere else, right? I'm I, I like why is there Fucking twenty checkout lines at the CVS, and there's always only one or two cashiers. They're already doing that. Corporate is already doing the shit you're talking about. I'm already doing twice the work I am ten years ago. Paperwork and all that shit that I used to have tech technicians and shit for. So like that's not even what I'm talking about. That that's part of the problem. What I'm talking about is just certain jobs that doesn't actually need to be there because they are just made up things. Tell me that job. And your line of work, do you can you think of that job? Well, yeah, a lot of technicians can be taken over by robots because at one of my jobs there is a fucking robot, and it does better job than a technician for for what it does. It it doesn't replace everything a person does, but what it does do it 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 does what like three people do. I don't know if that makes any sense. So like a person can can think and like answer questions and shit, right? <clears throat> but the manual labor part, I have a robot that does that. Like when I input shit in the computer. The fucking robot spits shit out that I need, right? So that replaces at least two, three people right there, and like that—that that technology is fucking available. Well, I think that. I, so I, I hear what you're saying, Joe. I think that some right, of automation. I guess that's what I'm saying. Factory jobs went away because they're robots. That like even more could go away if we didn't have to keep people. <clears throat> employed for the sake of keeping them employed but like i don't know if my thinking about my job like oh you can't you can't get a robot to mop 
<laughs> not yet not yet but like uh you know but I, I even in my job i think about there are people you know in that that aren't directly putting mop heads to the floor so to speak mm-hmm. um that we could probably do without but even that and and while i'll complain about that and those people to the day that i die <laughs> the 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 mopping organization may be better as a whole for them you know, I, I, I think I, I get I get what you're saying. I and I do think like I remember when I worked for social security <clears throat> delivering furniture and I would walk down a hallway uh of, of of cubicles and any given day there might be one person that was actually working. Everyone else was doing Farmville and uh wow. bejeweled. Farmville. Well, I mean it was it was it was, it was it was fifteen years fifteen, sixteen years ago. You know, um, uh, bejeweled was a big one, you know? So like, I used to think to myself, like, how the fuck are we a superpower? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, this is a federal government agency. Like this is social security. And I just walked past 20 people that are trying to get get their pigs right. And just to look, and also just to look busy if someone's watching them. Yeah. Like how many, I don't know how many jobs you have, but that's definitely every job. I've been one of the people who have just tried to look busy to fucking not be in trouble. Right now at the hospital, it's like that even. Uh, there are fucking nurses and shit, depending on what department. Like if you're in uh, ambulatory uh, surgery, like you have to look busy or else you get sent home because you don't have it. Chris, you're trying to get something in there, so to speak? Uh, I lost it. Uh, about the cubicles? Uh, I was on the cubicles. What's going to happen when, when cars can drive themselves? And and, and is, tech, is certain parts of technology... I think, we're, I think we're way out in left field here because that has nothing to do with what's going on right now. I don't think, I don't think we're going to come out of this and all of a sudden cars are going to be driving themselves and robots <laughs> are going to be filing paperwork. I mean, Joe, I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'll go back to an old Outcast song and an interlude that said, they say a computer could do my job better than I can do it. And that was in the 90s, right? Yeah. But they also told us, oh, man, paperwork's going to go away. Joe, how many pieces of paper do you touch every fucking day? It's awful. Okay. Goddamn. The problem is I don't have to. It's people refuse to use the fucking computer. I, I could literally not touch a paper all day. The, the technology is there in my system already for me. For the, well, right. uh, see, I would counteract that with uh, w- w- a lot of our paper has gone away since when I first started mopping. Mm-hmm. And not one element of it makes it more efficient. In fact, it makes it more complicated. Every, everything takes longer. Everything fails more often. And a whole new new team of people are hired <laughs> to manage it. It's, um, maybe it's just your, the mopping department because it's definitely not like they have a pharmacies. Like, uh, like, a lot less errors because no one is fucking handwriting shit like when you get electronic stuff. Like, see, but I think that we got to – what I'm saying is that like, – well, I mean there's a, there's a number of points to what I'm making there. But like there's – like you know, because of this, it's because of this thing that has made this other thing go away. Now there's yeah. 13 more IT positions. Mm-hmm. You know I what I'm saying? That. I think I, some of those are arbitrary too, like just made up. Oh, I, I would, would – don't get me started. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chris, with- how was your Ronorom? <laughs> oh, boy. Did you get that memo? Um, <clears throat> so last Monday after uh, we got done with our uh, recording, which seems to be our habit of late, I had to venture out to the world um, to go to Home Depot to buy foam. <clears throat> and um, 
Home Depot has changed several times since this is this has gone. Outside of needing groceries, that's probably the well, it's one of the only places that's really open that I have to gone to. But um, the first time I went there during this, it was you know masks weren't a thing yet. Some people were wearing them, uh, but they had you know only a certain amount of people were allowed in the store. They had had you lined off outside. Well, now it's like last couple of times. It's just a fucking free for all. I mean, there's no you don't have to wait in line for anything. It's you know just but you have to wear a mask. So I uh, I needed a lot of foam, uh, and I looked online. They said they're like fifty something sheets. So I go and go to the hole where they're gonna be. Get my you know big rolling cart. Take it over there. Of course, there's three broken sheets. Which looks surprisingly like the three broken sheets that were on the pallet that I had to have them pulled down off the top stock last time. <laughs> so I walk up to a young man who is working, I guess, kind of watching the exit door um, and stand appropriate distance apart, hold my phone out, and I said, hey, this isn't on the shelf. Can we look on the top stock? So he takes two steps towards me, pulls down his appropriately worn mask and talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he might have been 22 years old. Yeah. Uh, and I just look at him and shook my head. And long story short, I had to have people. Uh, it was on the top stock again. They got the pallet down. I happened to be parked right outside the, the um, contractor entrance because I'm a dick. And um, they just brought the pallet out to my truck, and we loaded 12 of them in the back of Kelly's SUV. And then I promptly chopped the ends off of, shoved in the truck, and went about my business. But. Uh, no real shenanigans past that. Um, you know, with all this stuff, like with like people doing silly shit, do you think it is a lack of education, a lack of thought, or lack of care? Like they were like lack of care being there only wearing. I, I think I think people feel it. I think people think they're invincible. Yeah, and I think it's. I think I, there's. I think that they're they're dipping into all those wells. I mean, I I'll be honest with you. I've often considered myself to be invincible, but I'm I'm. It's bigger than me. That's how I look at this. If it was just me that would get sick, I probably would have a very different stance than that. But if I bring this stuff home to my immune compromised family, yeah, um, I'm, I feel very different about it. So yeah, yeah. like the pull down his master cup. I think that's a complete thoughtless thing. I don't think he meant to do it. It's just no. Like, that's just that's too. That's that's an old habit and a new habit meeting each other for the maybe <laughs> yeah. the first time. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think some people just don't care. They, they just wear their mask because they have to, like they're forced to, and then they don't. That's what right. Like, doing. like, like the people wearing it like a jewelry. I did see someone in Walmart with what I'm sure was a l legitimate Louis Vuitton print mask on <laughs> in Walmart in Maryland, in middle of nowhere. I mean, I've seen some colored ones, and I've seen some camo camo ones. I've seen. Yeah, I mean, there's. I've seen a number of. Uh, I saw a woman Clifford the dog on it just uh, this past week. Clifford the dog all over it. You know that's, that's cool shit though in real life. I've seen it on my feed, but I haven't seen like you know fucking ninja mask or nothing like that yet. <clears throat> so I, I will say this: so our um, my company um, is big company, like seventy thousand global employees, um, Fortune five hundred company, and um, you know they're having meetings about how we get back to work, what that looks like for you know I, I work in the field. I don't have an office. I don't go to an office. Maybe twice a year I'm in a company facility. Uh, but you know, what's that look? Are they going to send us all a box of masks? Because, I mean, they don't, they don't. I don't think anyone else, Joe, are they asking you to bring your own masks to work? Not well. I work in medical facilities, so I understand. Okay, maybe I, I, I don't know. I don't know what uh, you know. 
I don't know what it looks like at a grocery shop or a Home Depot. Or the, you know. Right, right. I'm a, well, at Home Depot, they all have on different masks, so I'm assuming that they're not giving me anything. But I walk in and they hand me a mask. At, at right. Work. So, like, I mean, I don't know. There's just a lot of variables to my job about what getting back to work looks like. I mean, oh, that, that's a fucking DSA. Reusing masks, man. I know people are doing it. So, and I know some people, there's no choice, but it doesn't fucking help. Because, like, you know, because you, you can't, it's hard to get masks. Or, or what type of mask are you talking about? A surgical mask. Oh, right? yeah, surgical mask. You know, yeah. I, you, you know I, I understand because that's that's just, you just can't help it. But, like, it's, it's not, you know, it's hard to get. So, yeah. yeah, they're, they're, they're intended for one time use. Re- reusing, reusing shit. That's, you know. But, it would be like yeah. reusing medical gloves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it doesn't work that way. I did see a lady at Walmart wearing like winter gloves, like you know those ones that are <laughs> they're really they're really really small, you know, and you put them on and they they're tight fitting. Uh-huh. Yeah, she had those on, and it was sixty degrees outside. So I haven't seen anyone wear like water jugs on the head or nothing like that yet. But <clears> I haven't Walmart I haven't seen any of that batchy yeah, crazy I stuff. I haven't either, but we, you know, I'm not, in, I haven't been in a super densely populated area either. Um, I was looking at. Uh, are you? I don't mean to cut you off, Chris. Were you complete? Oh, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, I mine was pretty much regular, uh, and I, I chimed in during Joe's to kind of give most of mine. The only thing I will add is that in getting around, fifties um, and sixties seems to be the hot spot. Like not even so much seventies and eighties, like the big bopper. Fifties uh, and sixties seems to be the 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 danger zone. Danger zone. Um, so take that for take that for what you will. And uh, also, I will say this: uh, I have seen uh, people talking about hazard pay recently, and I've seen people making statements about. Uh, people in the medical field or first responders uh, shouldn't be getting hazard pay because this is what they signed up for. And okay, sign up for this. I just want to go on the record, from my opinion, uh, you know, from the janitorial side of things, is that no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Uh, a cop or a fireman or a nurse uh, signed up to do let's take let's take the nurse right because that's the that's the kind of the face that's on this thing right mm. the nurse signs up to take care of sick people 100% the nurse signs up to take care of sick people with masks and medical gloves and all the appropriate PPE or personal protective equipment that she or he would need in order to be successful at that job uh the nurse does not sign up for that to not have that equipment and the nurse also does not sign up for that with the expectation that her family will be right in that medical room with her with no PPE doing the same job. They didn't sign up for that. Nope. And I'm speaking of course metaphorically and they're, they're not bringing their families in but they're taking that shit home to their families. Yep. And that's what they do not sign up for and I hope they get every fucking nickel that they can. And, and people think about nurses just like, like charge nurses or like ICU nurses but like the x-ray tech didn't fucking sign up for that shit. And he, and the x-ray tech is in the hospital. You know right. what I mean? <clears throat> it would be like a, a, a you know, a cop uh, running into a, a, a let's do make it very comic booky. It's a it's a it's a bank job with armed robbers inside the bank. Uh, the cop did sign up to put himself in harm's way or herself in harm's way to stop that. Uh, but not to take the, the, the wife and kids in with him when he tried to stop it. 
That's yeah, that's not yeah. what he signed up for, or she. Yeah, he signed up to fucking stop like a fucking bank robber. He didn't fucking sign up to stop the fucking Joker. <laughs> so, uh, with that being said, Nerd Weeks. Oh, one more thing about the Rona Rob because because we haven't been uh, eating out, so to speak, as much. Mm, um, poor job, Bobby. You <laughs> eat out more now that you're home more. Yeah, I tell you. I mean, look, anniversary and birthday. You know. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, uh, Valentine's Day too, of course, Joe. <laughs> um, but like, uh, <laughs> Carver Day. Um, so here's the thing. Mother's, Mother's Day. Yes, yes, yes. Um, here's the thing is that, uh, we, we've been doing a lot more of home cooking and we've been getting a little bit more, uh, experimental and trying things. And last night my wife tried to make, um, Outback cheese fries. Like a, a online recipe or like a bag of Outback cheese fries? From- no, 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 no. Like an online recipe. Fridays have their fucking shits in the bag. Correct, correct. Online recipe. And I'll tell you what. It wasn't 100%, but it was damn near 96.5%. Like it was close. Like I think the only thing that was off was she had to do three batches of fries because it was a small pot, you know, um, to deep fry them in. And uh, the first batch was a, a little undercooked. The second two were great. And there's something it didn't quite have the kick in the seasoning. Um, on, close, but it was fucking close. And it's I like that, uh, go ahead. I ate way too many, way too many. And I feel like I feel like I was just uh, in the lazy river and got stuck in one of the tubes. And I'm wearing the tube around me right now. Is how I feel. I yeah. feel. I super fat right i feel fat as fuck right now i woke up this morning and i looked over at her and i was like i feel extra fat today and like i just started like playing with myself so to speak um (laughs) you know but um but i'll tell you what i feel i I feel satisfied too at the same time yeah i i get that too like the satisfied feeling but like meet with immediate regrets like i i I weigh myself like regularly but like so like i it's official like I'm up to 12 pounds since I've been eating at home more. I tell you what, you look good though. That picture, that picture you sent, you look. I mean, I know you don't. I know you don't like it. You like to look lean, um, but you know, you know, I prefer a bulky Joe. Um, but, uh, but you look um, good. Um, band name. <laughs> a bulky, and you had to have the A in it. A bulky Joe. Um, a bulky Joe. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, Chris. It, it wasn't like it wasn't like the fucking uh, that fucking Chick Fil A chicken that you try to make. Uh no, that shit was that shit was a disaster. How many percent close to Chick Fil A chicken was that? Two percent, two percent. Not good, not good at all. Do you blame on the recipe? You guys never tried that shit again. I definitely oh, blame it on the recipe. I definitely blame it on the recipe because because she nailed these cheese fries. We what else did we do recently? We had some home cooked pizzas that aren't great, um, but they're really good. Were they trying to be something? No, no, no. Just okay. like trying some stuff out and then we what else have we done we did um bonefish bread that came out like 100 percent. tasted just like it um that's like so much baking takes so much fucking work yep yep she did uh she did like these like strawberry tart things that i, well, I don't eat i don't like fruits and vegetables in my pastries but like uh the people you know my, my wife and kid love them and um uh, you know we've just been doing a lot of donuts that, that shit was awesome. yeah they were good man like yeah like it's been good it's been good Pinkerton, you're out of delivery area. You didn't get. Yeah, yeah. I got some donuts. It's fine. We're 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 doing okay over here. I promise. So uh, let's go the opposite way, Chris. How was your nerd week? Um, a lot of working in the shop, grinding in there. We're um, 
Nowhere. Uh, let me look. I think we're halfway. No, we're not. Because <laughs> let's see. We have done 38 of those things so far, and we have 49 more to go. Hmm. As of right now, um, uh, Mythic pieces. Congratulations on the. Thank yeah, you. Congratulations. It's, um, mind-boggling. It looks um, great all together. It, like it's not going to look as great all split up into a hundred different orders. <laughs> Most people got two. But I'd say I'd say uh, stack like fucking fifty of them together. That oh well, listen, asshole. people can buy as many as they want. Um, <laughs> the majority of people bought two. Um, some bought three. A couple bought four. And actually, very few singles. But uh, we're already designing the uh, the follow up piece once we ever get done with these. So um, and, uh, you're designing everything to be like have the same measurements, as in like. Uh, to be modular, right? Correct. All, all the magnets are in the same spot. All there's the, no magnets. There's no magnets, but like all the dimensions are the same, so you can put things. They can build them like Lego blocks. That's the plan. Yeah, so they can, you know, if you want to stack them up, you can, or if you want to, yeah, so different with, like, pieces. Some with, with like, you know, like just di different looking, so you can put them all together into like one building with a variety of walls. If, right? if that's what you want to do, sure. Yeah, that's people keep asking me for like, what am I? Supposed, like, you do whatever you want. I don't care. You don't. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to tell you how to play with your toys <laughs> or take pictures or whatever. Um, People forgot how to be kids, man. It's like, how do I play? Yeah. I uh, I got a new a new uh, tool that's, uh, that's a lot of fun, and, and Bobby, I think you would probably enjoy. I bought a – and I've had hot wire cutters before, um, but I bought – yeah, for foam. But I ordered – there's a, there's one called a Proxon. It's kind of a – it's a name brand. Um and I was looking on e on uh, Amazon at it, and I've been looking at it for a long time. Um, it's got all the it's got all the measurements laid out. It's got a, a fence, a gate. It's got a circle cutter, all sorts of stuff it comes with. And then there's a, another company that makes, and it honestly may just be a clone of it, but it has a foot pedal for you control the heat on and off. Um, and it's I didn't make anything with it other than a mess, but it's so much fucking fun to screw with. Right. And I think if you had a plan, it's so quick to cut stuff and cut it straight, and you can do crazy angles and bevels and all sorts of shit. And there's all sorts of like upgrade parts you can buy to do all sorts of even more crazy uh, cuts and stuff. So it's about $125, I think. So it wasn't super expensive, and it's uh, it's 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 a lot of fun. And 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 I wish that I had had that before. When I was making dioramas before, I had you know the equipment I have now, and right. I think it's still gonna it's still gonna be handy because like you could do a forty five degree um, cut on the side of a piece of foam to make two of them join up. I can't do that with my machine. Right, so, right, right. What could you use then? Like having a set of a whole fucking. Rig. Yeah, if I just need one little piece or something, I mean, it, it's definitely going to be quicker. I mean, there's some there's some things I want to do like like the 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 fence that you slide against. Is kind of flimsy on one end, so I was reading online. People just raise it up and put a clamp on it, which you know, some simple things like that. Um, it's it was a lot of fun. I, I spent I don't know one afternoon, a couple hours, just literally just burning through a bunch of scraps. So um, I watched some stuff. I watched the uh, L.A. Originals documentary on Netflix about Mr. Cartoon, the tattoo artist. I don't know if you guys yeah, are familiar. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I don't know if you're familiar with Mr. Cartoon or not, but not. Let me. Know. Uh, yeah. Explore. Well, he he became famous, I'd say, in the 2000s as a tattoo artist for celebrities. He, um, pretty much any rapper from the from the 2000s has a Mr. Cartoon tattoo. Oh, so Eminem, Dr. Dre, 50 Cent, Exhibit, 
um, if you name somebody, and then a lot of athletes too. So it was just an interesting story about how they came to be. Hmm. Um, I watched a movie um, called Spencer Confidential that is on Netflix that has uh, Marky Mark in it and Post Malone's in it. It's <laughs> oh, kind of a- perfect. Well, he's a bit. He's a he's a life a he's lifer a, in prison. Oh, I was so going to hope a homeless person. Yeah, um, I watched I uh, watched the um, the finale of um, uh, Modern Family went off, so I watched the the finale of that. And it was, series finale? Yeah, it's over. It's I, it, it, you don't realize that shit was on for eleven years. I mean, I mean I, it sounds mm. like. I was just thinking that it's over completely because I thought that was one of those things that's going to keep going forever because it's been. Around. Yeah, yeah. So, so that show's over, and it's like it. I'd put off watching the finale because it was. It said it was a two-hour finale. I'm like, fuck, that's a thirty-minute show. I don't want two hours. That's four episodes. Well, it's an hour and then an hour of like interviews. So I watched the first hour. I'm like, okay, well, let's watch the second hour, and it starts as interviews. I'm like, oh, that's how that show ended. That's kind of trash. Um, I don't know, just. Kind of a letdown. It's hard to end shows, though. It right? is. It's I almost wish they would just. It's hard to not end even any of it. What, yeah. What, what a good show that like ended. Like, that kind of show. Oz, uh, Breaking Bad. So is Modern Family one arc or is it episodic? I thought it was an episodic thing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's episodic. I mean, it's the same characters, obviously. But no, no. But I mean, like, like there's, it's not like what. A cliffhanger on one episode to another. It's like no, no, they're all self-contained. I mean, they might, they might. Those, those show like I guess have an over arc. You know, at the at 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 the end, like Full House. You know, they have, they grow up and they have fucking Uncle Jesse has kids and shit. But like, there's no real fucking just story. Right. So I don't, I don't know how to end something like that other than yeah. just another episode, right? Right. The the eventual or, or some shit like <laughs> like Fresh Prince had a. I do. That just came to mind. Yes, that's, that's him standing in the empty house. Yeah, like that's what I remember as a, as a decent one. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. how House ended. I don't remember how Family Matter ended. I don't. I feel like Cosby Show had a good ending, but I don't remember it. Well, long term, oh, it really didn't. Oh, oh, um, I did there. Long <laughs> no, term, no, no, long term. No. <laughs> it definitely didn't have a good ending. <laughs> Now we know what Cliff was doing in that basement all those years. Yeah, I can't. I, I just. I feel like I blacked out at a certain point. I woke up and it was over. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people kind of had that feeling about it, <laughs> for sure. Uh, um, and I saved this last for this 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 last one for the end here because <sighs> I watched The Irishman, Bobby. Oh, I didn't like it. I can tell by your tone. It's not that I didn't like it. Mm. In the famous words of an internet celebrity, it was fine. Did you watch it, or were you working on something? I was working, but I was wor- I was watching. I mean, I was eyes were on it ninety percent of the time, as much as they would have been if I was sitting on the couch fucking with with my phone. Like, like you were doing busy work, not like something you have to think about. Right, I was gluing shit together. I, I mean, I was I was putting uh, gluing shit together. I wasn't mm. in, in mind. But so 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 so, give me your your critique. <sighs> So there's been a lot of movies over the years where they take a bunch of older <laughs> Oh, actors. I'm sorry. I thought that was just the opening sentence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's great. So cinema began in about 1830. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been a lot of movies over the years. I, I, the one that comes to mind is like Space Cowboys where they're like, oh, let's get, let's get the, all these old guys together for one more movie. Mm. 
and it just seemed to be that way. And it had so many elements of other movies. You know, it's like like Robert De Niro's character is like, is this the same guy from is this the same guy from Casino or a different guy? You know? Wait, and, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What similarities did he share with the guy from Casino? I, dude, I don't know. It just every time I saw him, I was like, that, that's it. it's the swagger, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, I like watching those guys. I like gangster movies. It's, it's just expendables of gangster movies. I didn't realize that it was it had the whole Hoffa thing either. I, I just somehow didn't know that. Um, which it'd be interesting to know. I mean, obviously, I don't know if there's a way to know if, if Jimmy Hoffa was as over the top as as obviously. Um, Pacino. He's portrayed in this, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if anybody's as over the top as Pacino is, but um, you know, uh, he's a what is what is he, what is he saying? Devil's advocate. He's a tight ass. He's a sadist. What am I? Humanist. Maybe the last human. You know, what I mean, I don't know if anybody's over the top that much, but he was an animated dude, Hoffa. Like he was a he was a yeller and a you know like a screamer, got the people motivated. That type of you know what I mean? Passionate dude. Right. And, and this is based on a book, and I'm assuming the book is, you know, a fictional tale of this guy in a retirement home <clears throat> telling the story of. So it's yeah. What but, happened to Jimmy Hoffa? Well, it, yeah, but it's based on his, uh, his. It's his story, like it's it's that dude's story, right? Like that's that's what he claims is the truth. There are many. Oh, I see, I never realized that. Oh yeah, there are there are many mob guys that say he's full of shit, um, but that is his truth, I guess I should say. <clears throat> My. I, my biggest takeaway from that is I hear you paint houses, dude. So. I love it. I do too. I, I do love too. that, and I loved. Um, you tell him it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, I I don't have any. I can't see any reason why that needed to be a three and a three however long hour movie. There's. I mean, I still haven't heard one critique of it. Other than Robert De Niro's the same character as the, what he was in Casino, but then I gave asked for one example and I couldn't get that. I don't have an example. I'm just telling you that it kind of felt like a retread of a lot of other movies kind of put together. It's, it's like when you... It didn't say, seem like anything original to me. It's, it's like when you say The Rock is the same character in every movie. Because he is. <laughs> well, may, maybe that's the case. I don't know. It was... It was it, it, like, I guess that's the best, the best critique I'll give you is it just seemed like a rehash of a lot of other things. It didn't seem like there was much original about it. I don't know, man. I, I just I don't I don't know what movie. I mean, other than the fact that it stars those people, and maybe that's it. That I've seen those people in so many things over the years playing. Let's be honest. If they're not similar characters, well, I mean, Joe Pet Pet yeah. playing a gangster can only go so many. Yeah, there's not a lot of depth in that. Yeah, but I, but I mean, he was also the guy in Home Alone. You know what I mean? Like a weapon. He was also the guy, yeah, Lethal Weapon. Um, what's a, the, my cousin Vinny? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I mean, he, whenever they're together in a Scorsese movie, which this is the third time, like, they're, they're definitely, or fourth time, because they were in Raging Bull, but they weren't mob guys. Um, they definitely are in that mode, but it's, uh, I don't. Other than it being in the same genre, it's almost like it, uh, from the outside looking in, it's, or, or, or just listening to it, it's like, uh, well, I, I didn't, I didn't like, uh, I didn't like True Grit. Well, well, why? Ah, man, I don't know. All the saloons and and revolvers on their hips and cowboy hats. I've just, I've seen it too many times. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, it's a western, so it's going to have those components. Uh, now, saying that it's long, I get that. 
I get that. I, you know, like it's it's long. It's long as fuck. And maybe it could have been shorter. Uh, but I I, I enjoy, <laughs> I mean, so to speak, this beforehand. I enjoyed its length. Um, are you guys there? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Phew, I was like, <laughs> um, and then the other yeah, thing, yeah, um, the other thing is the, the either I cut out or you cut out for like fifteen seconds. Oh, okay, okay. And then the other, I, I, so you didn't hear anything I just said. Um, I heard. Um, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then the, the the only other thing I would say is that uh, the, the uh, you know some of the the de aging obviously shows. Right. Uh, it does, and and the one scene where he's beating up the guy at the grocery store. That's stores, the one. Um, that's the they one. They should have just used the body double yeah, and put, put his face on him. That looks like a seventy-year-old man fighting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the one that stuck out to me too. That was my that was my big criticism of that one. But um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm you know I'm sorry. I mean, it's a big fucking uh, commitment. You know, it's a three-hour commitment. So I'm well, that's why I, I I mean Kelly and I talked about. She's like, I don't I don't want to watch this. I said, all right, fine. I'm gonna sit here. I'm going to sit here on this stool with headphones on and listen to it and watch it and away we went. I mean, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear you didn't care for it. It's not that I didn't care for it. I mean, you don't regret watching it. I don't regret watching it. Oh, okay. uh, I'm not mad about it. I'm not like, God damn it. You know, right, right, right. It's just, great. it was fine. Mm. You know, if it's, if it's on and I'm in the room, I'll probably sit down and watch some of it, but I'm not, I don't think I'll ever queue it up again. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Um, um, I just want to go on record again. And just say it was my favorite movie of last year. Without, a I doubt. know that's why I was so hesitant to bring it up. <laughs> no, no, no. But I like. I mean, I I love hearing a fucking. You know what I mean? Like to me, like uh, to me, that's much more interesting to have a conversation where two people don't see the same movie the same way than it is to hear an echo chamber of everybody saying how great or shitty something is. Yeah, me anyway. Sometimes I think that's why you are so. Um... Um, opposite polarized against what other people feel about things because for the conversation's sake i may be wrong no yeah i I don't know i i do you know i think it depends like so so there's been plenty of times where i've been in the echo chamber you know like deadpool i was in the echo chamber um infinity war i was in the echo chamber uh great name for a band echo chamber dude that is a great name for a band um you know, there's plenty of times where I'm in it. I'm just, you know, like, dude, there's sometimes where I hate to fucking talk about how I feel about something because I know it's going to be like, oh, fuck, if I say this, you know, like if I'm at work or something, if I say this, it's going to lead to fucking 20 minutes of me having to defend my position. And I'm not even worried about it. You know what I mean? Like that. So, like, there's there's plenty of times where I don't want to talk about something because it's not in the echo chamber. But I don't know, man. I don't feel like... I, I know I get that a lot, but like, I mean, I don't feel like I'm that, that way on most things. It's just these these little key things that come along where like Mandalorian, I don't think it's amazing. I think it's fine. I think it's good. Uh, episode nine, I I didn't think was good. I think it's bad. Um, yep. You know, uh, Je- Last Jedi, I think is great and, pe- and other people hate it. You know, like, so there, there are times where it happens, but then, you know, then there's always the, the Deadpool's Infinity Wars, Rogue One's the, you know what I mean, where I'm definitely in. I mean, I think even Solo, people were like, after they went and saw it, they were like, man, that was really good. And I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, you know, I think it's okay. Like, I don't know. I don't think that, uh, I, I, I don't, I, I'll say this. I don't consciously uh, attempt to be a contrarian. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Um, it just happens to be that you have opposite opinions a lot of times with people. Yeah, see, so here, 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 now I got the opposite opinion of you, Joe. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the word a lot. It's a, the word a lot of times. Is it, is it a lot of the times? Is it? I'm asking. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Because like me and you are on the same page on a lot of stuff. You know? Yeah. So I, don't, I don't find that. In, but, but that there is a – I guess you do have a represent, uh, reputation. Reputation of, of it. But One, like I, 100%. I personally, I personally don't because like, we do agree on a lot of things. Yeah. I, um, other people don't agree on. Like we, we both love eight. You know, yeah, I, I know people don't. Right. So. Um, uh, Clone Wars. Like everybody loves Clone Wars, and I'm right there with them. You know, so like, I don't know. Oh, um, sorry. Look, I'm a, I'm gonna let you finish, but I did watch Clone Wars. So. Wait, did is you? Is twelve out yet? Yeah, it's out. No, no, twelve's not out. Eleven's out. No, twelve right? came out this morning. Today? Oh, yes, sir. Morning? Oh, I'll be watching it later. I thought it came out on Friday. It does, but it's May the Fourth. Be with you, day. Well, fuck me running. Okay, I wish I had known that. I would have watched it this morning. Well, we'll talk about it next week because Joe hopefully will have seen, caught up. Um, I, will, oh. I will watch probably all of it like within the next two days. Okay. And one other thing I watched. There's a show that comes on NBC called Good Girls. I think I've mentioned it before. Mm. It's about these three women who basically get caught up with this uh, gangster and they're making uh, counterfeit money. And it's, 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 it's pretty good. Uh, I like it. And uh, Normally I end up just kind of catching it over the summer as it you know, it's filled up, but I've been just kind of watching it as it comes on on Hulu and the season finale. Season finale was last night, so. Is it a comedy or is there? No, it's a it's an hour long drama, whatever. <clears throat> nice, but I, I like it. I think it's good. But uh, Matthew Lillard, Matthew Lillard's in it, who played um, Sc- um Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movie. So, you know, it's a quality piece of work. <laughs> right, of he wasn't course. A lot of things in the nineties, man. He was in uh, Thirteen Ghosts. Yep, he wasn't hackers. Hackers was good. In my, oh my in, in my God. mind, it's not. I mean, it was. It was okay. So like, I tried to watch it again, like maybe a few years ago, and it's it god off because that's uh, not how it works. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. In my mind's eye, it was good. I haven't seen. I saw it in the theater with my dad. I think we were like uh, at the beach or something, and like it was raining, and we just needed to see a movie, and it was like the only one that we had any interest in seeing. Um. And I'm, I'm only happy when it rains. I love that song. Yeah. But... I'm only happy when it's cold. I've known so many people that that song fits too. <laughs> but I remember walking <laughs> out, walking out of there with fond, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't, don't, don't go back. Don't go back. Right, right, right. I think I've heard somebody else say that before too, because of the same exact reasons. Like, yeah, it, like certain things. Just like you just find out, like just technology, man. That's just not how it works. Like, it's so it doesn't hold up. Right. Um. Anything else, Chris? Or are you wrapping up? No, that'll do it. Uh, what about you, Joe? Uh, well, what do you think of Star Wars? The Clone Wars is it still good. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed it. And damn, I'm aggravated that that can't. I did not know it was coming out. <laughs> like, fuck, I would have watched it this morning. Wait, wait, is it because you wanted to watch it for the show, or do you want to watch? No, it? I just was interested to see how they wrapped it up. Okay. Um, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. But uh, it's getting. It's uh. It's it's pulling at the heartstrings a good bit. It's uh. It's it's almost kind of hard to watch, you know, the way it's all coming together. Yeah, that last arc, man. I mean, it's it's, it's Order sixty six, right? Correct. Yeah. So in in the siege, uh, in the siege of Mandalore, like it's all. We'll talk you about. never like if you only watch the movies, you don't know much about Mandalore at all. Correct. 
So like, I don't think I don't know. I guess it's for it means Actually, more. For, I guess if you only watch the movies, you will, you wouldn't even know what Mandalore is. I mean, uh, huh? Well, did, did they ever mention? Boba I don't. Fett? I don't think so. And the prequels, they have to have right. They mention his name, but they don't mention Mandalorian, Mandalore. Really? I don't huh. think so. I could be wrong, but I, I would, I would bet a, I would bet a, a dinner on it. Oh, way to bet a dinner on a quarantine. <laughs> Safe bet, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you a million dollars when I win the lottery. But so yeah, I guess yeah, Mandalorian. You really learn about before the Mandalorian show. It's Clone Wars. And, and I guess books, but I don't fucking read Star Wars books. Right, 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 right. And but, you know, I'll start with Coruscant Nights. <laughs> yeah, I heard that's a pretty good book series. But uh, I don't think I don't think that that word is actually mentioned in the movies ever. <laughs> hey, better. That sounded better last week. It's that um, it's that phlegm. Yeah, that that uh, sultry phlegm. I didn't know that you had it. Like, did you just carry that shit with you, or just you just brought it with the show? What? The fucking trumpet, dude. I, I just it sits by my desk. Perfect <laughs> family fun. Like a little mascot. I Have guess. You, you terrorize your family with it? Just random. Uh, I do. I do. I try to um. Have, I try to play it every day, at least for a few minutes. But I've, I've gotten behind. So. Joe, how was your nerd week? I, uh, you know how I'm late to everything because mm-hmm. like I'm a, a trendy person. I watched all of Tiger King, including the last episode of the uh, interview. I, 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 I still, I still haven't watched the interview. I couldn't make it. Through. It's, it's fun enough. I mean, I watch it in a car while I drive. So right, like, right, right. Interesting enough because you do, you do. I mean, you get instead of just a director's perspective of footage of these people, you know, you get you get them talking gotcha. to something. So you get to see the point of view more, or like you, you get to, yeah. Just hear them talk is different than just watching one film. Um, I, di- I didn't know the uh, the person missing the arm, get Tiger bit off the arm, is transgender. I didn't know that. They, 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 they are a he, apparently. Uh, yes, they identify as a male. Correct. Yeah. And, 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 and he wasn't mad. Like uh, uh, the, the interviewer was like, were you upset? They kept calling you a she. She's like, no. I, the, the other people are more upset for me than I am. So if you if you are a woman and, and and you decide you're going to be transgender and you have a she shed, what does it become afterwards? A what? A she shed. You're not familiar with this. Instead of a man cave, it's a she shed. <laughs> I've never I heard often, of that. I often, I often forget. That. I often forget you guys don't have terrestrial television because there's a there's a um, there's a state farm ad about this woman. Her she shed is burning down because it got struck by lightning. <laughs> And she says, they burnt down my she shed. Wow. I'm going to find it on YouTube and send it to you guys right now. Sorry that you're unplugged. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what I... Dude, imagining me as a woman is funny. It's very funny. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like I'm just thinking about it in my head. Like I wouldn't be hot. I wouldn't be sexy. I wouldn't be like, uh, like elegant or graceful or like... You know, or, or you know, especially caring and nurturing, like all the th- like the things that I think of immediately when I think of you know women. 
uh, I guess a woman about you at all. I guess I would drink, you know, so in that way is I'd be like my mom. Right? You drink a lot of wine. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I'd have to I just, switch I just sent that to you guys. I'd have to switch to a glass with stems though, I feel like. You don't drink? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, you have to drink, drink, switch to like bottles of of alcohol instead of boxes of alcohol too, I feel like. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. Maybe. I could be a white trash like <laughs> version, you know. Um I I quite enjoyed the Tiger King. Like I I feel like the whole lot should just burn. Like f- f- all those people are awful. Like <laughs> awful. <laughs> like all, like no, I, I, I majority, hear you. Uh, some of the employees are fine. They right. just they just like life has not been kind to them. Mm-hmm. But all the all the like yeah, Carol Baskin and fucking the other guy who's in charge now. Like they're all fucking just awful human beings. It seems like it does seem that way. And that like fat guy with a weird long hair haircut that fucking rolled off into the sunset on the jet ski. I'm like, what the fuck? To Rocky? <laughs> what the fuck is that about? Oh, there's more. There, yeah, they'll they'll do another season of that shit. And yeah, then, fingers crossed. And then that that that, guy, that uh, the hitman guy. I was like, that guy. Is, there is something scary about that guy. Agreed. Why is he in the bathtub? Yes. Why is he in the bathtub? With the durag on. I, I don't understand. Um, there's a lot of things I don't understand about that show, but I understand why it's so popular. Like, it is a tr- like train wreck that you want to watch, but like, I just feel bad for the fucking animals, you know? Like, because like, I guess they kind of mention it, but they don't really explore the fact that like a lot of them have been just fucking k- shot and killed and fucking euthanized and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. And bred in captivity and shit. I mean, like, I think it's, I think, it's, I think it's actually got a whole bunch of like groups, like, you know, now looking into them pretty seriously. But the problem also is I fucking can't like nothing wrong with animal rights. It's, uh, ideal. Oh, I don't even know. There's nothing wrong with animal rights. Like they definitely animals shouldn't be fucking caged and tortured. I don't even go to regular zoos because I don't agree with that shit. Right. But I also am not a fan of PETA. Right. Right. That's so, the extreme. So that, that, that that's a, also a problem because you know it's a string from one extreme to the other. And also Dude, they're fucking animals too. They fucking have separates. Do you remember Jimmy Seafood? What they did. Um, that's no, that sounds familiar. All right, so you're familiar with Jimmy's, right? Yeah. Okay, so for for the listeners, Jimmy's is like a famous crab house in in Baltimore, and uh, Peta put up a billboard in the city limits that said like, "Don't eat me," you know, "I'm not food," blah blah blah. It had a picture of a crab on it. So Jimmy's put up like a billboard that was like identical. And said like something like, "But if you change your mind, come to Jimmy's because I'm also super <laughs> oh, yes, delicious." Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing that. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. as Peter's like, I feel like they're not. I don't know. You, at least you don't hear about them as much anymore. There was a while where you hear about them all the time. Agreed. So like, maybe they're like less influential. Hopefully. Agreed. Yeah, all these fucking big cats, people, and they talk about the big cats, but you see that they have all kinds of animals. They, they call them right. Cats. Right. They have fucking- Chimpanzees and shit. Yeah, dude, that was my favorite Which part. Really bad. Like fucking primates are like really close to being people, man. Like don't go close to the cage. <laughs> or you get your fucking arm ripped off. All right. And you see I can't believe they got shot in footage. I know. That's fucking crazy. But what about what about that that drip when he put on the EMT jacket real quick? <laughs> Did you notice that? Oh, yes, yes, that was crazy. Like, why? <laughs> I mean, um, I'm not checking your closet, Joe. I don't know what your life's like. So, well, But I'm going to assume you don't have a... 
Oh, man. Costumes, but not, not, I don't impersonate. That's the difference between putting on a costume and impersonating something. Did you, uh, did you do anything else, Joe? I, uh, we watched Tron and Tron Legacy last night. Dude, how does Tron hold up? Tron does not hold up. <laughs> um, I, I, like, like, if you just put your mind, though, at 1982, that shit is amazing. Right. Like, you know, like, the, just the visuals of it. But, like, it doesn't hold up. Not at all. Like, even the stories, like, Real basic, and some of it don't make too much sense. Right. I but, loved. I loved Legacy too. When yeah, I, I love Legacy too. Like, yeah. like, because uh, Chris hasn't watched either, so we're watching back to back. And like Legacy, like, it's great. Like the visuals are great. The directing is great. The costume designs are great. The the story. They they made a story that doesn't make too much sense into a story that does. Like that. There's no reason why Tron took as long as it did. Like. The story-wise, is these guys went in this uh, building and then downloaded the file. That that's <laughs> that's the end of the story, right, basically. Right, right, right. Like Tron Legacy had had a lot more depth to it, and I love those fucking costumes and fight scenes. And, and then uh, Daft Punk did like the score to it. Yeah, I mean they were in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were the DJs. That's right. They, that's right. That's right. Like, are those they, are those real Daft Punk? I'm like, I'm I'm pretty sure they have to be. It's a big budget movie and if you like used a daft punk impersonation i'd probably get sued for that yeah yeah no that was uh i, I enjoyed it i enjoyed it I, I've, I've been meaning to go back and watch tron again since i saw legacy but i, I just no you, you, i mean it it helps chris has said like it's not great but like it, it makes legacy better and and then you get like you do i mean she doesn't get it the nostalgia feels, but I, I get the nostalgia stuff that's put in because when you watch one and you watch the other, it's like, oh, it's the same people in the same scene. Like it is Jeff Bridges and it is um, Tron, the, the same actor. Right, 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 right. The lady in it, I think she's dead or something in the movie, but mm. yeah, yeah. So that was good. Nice. And uh, yeah, and I like Jeff Bridges. Oh, oh, the the de aging. We're talking about de aging earlier. That that does not hold up in Tron Legacy, though. I don't even remember it. Like well, you you don't because when you watch in 2010, it was great CG. But now you're in Uncanny Valley. When you watch this, watch the DH Jeff Bridges, you're like, oh, that is that is not a real person. That just looks really close to a per- real person enough to where it's really creepy because it's not a real person. Right. You should watch it. Just, I mean, this we watch it because you have Disney Plus and we watch it on your Disney Plus. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, they're both on there. Um, I mean, you should just just cue those scenes up just to see how like weird it is and and see like the cusp of the technology coming because it it was really good and if you like you know look at it it is really good it's just not perfect right and um yeah it's a very matrixy feel to a lot of it which i like um yeah no i get that and i mean it was it was real popular for a minute tron legacy like, yeah, like, well, like, I, I feel like tron was a fucking th- a movement almost in its time like like I remember, like as a kid, seeing like Tron T-shirts and shit. Still, when I was like a kid, you know, like yeah, I mean, like it, it's different. It's very different. Like, like I said, you have to put your mind at 1982. Like, right, it's very different from anything else. Right. So it's when something is like groundbreaking, like it's go, it's gonna have a status. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't hold up, unfortunately. Mm. Anything else? Not to me, anyway. Um, I don't know. It, uh, you guys aren't plugged in into the gaming so hmm well the last of us two okay you guys know the last of us yes yeah i heard about this 
Yeah, The Last of Us is was an amazing game. I, I love it. I, I bought a PS4 to get the remastered version. I got the Last of Us version uh, edition of the PS4. Story characters are fucking great. The, you, you know, I keep telling you to try to play it, Bobby, because the story is that good. Right. So, like, I think really highly of it because I don't re- recommend a lot of things to you because I know how you have specific tastes. <laughs> I'm particular. Mm. But so, The Last of Us Two story has been leaked um, a week ago, also, and people are pissed. So, there's this two 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 parts to this story. One that the story is leaked, so like. There are some people that say it's wrong. You shouldn't leak stories that you know is, is intellectual property. But then uh, uh, it is apparently supposedly from a disgruntled employee, and that um, Naughty Dog, which is the company that the studio that makes The Last of Us Two, has actually been known to treat its employees badly. Hmm. Uh, it was a pay dispute. Apparently, this this company like really grinds their their Gears. employees. <laughs> yeah, and like, so, like they don't have any senior staff, and like er, like people working like fifty, sixty hours a week and shit. And then, and now like with the uh, and it, as soon as the quarantine happened, the the game has actually been finished, but they they put the game on indefinite hiatus. So like, what that means is people because people get I think a royalty and stuff or like get bonuses depending on the game sales and people need money now but right. the game delayed indefinitely so people aren't going to get paid for indefinitely and then the leak happened and then the game is pushed to release like now so i don't we, like the speculation but that's that's part of why they think it was leaked but the second part of the story is the leaks are awful like oh really <laughs> like the game like there's so much backlash right now like like, like, including myself, like people who love the game are shitting on on Naughty Dog for <laughs> picking this story. It, it, uh, ironically, it's usually the Naughty Dog shitting <laughs> that gets him in a pickle. Uh, it, it man, I, I, I but so, so now that like I, I did definitely take a, a have taken a huge. People are canceling pre-orders. I think that's gonna it might the game might tank. I mean, it, the name itself might still sell well we don't know but like it might tank now because of all the leaks and like and and sony and because sony has their hands in this game and naughty dog are like, like basically attacking everybody for the leak and like are just uh filing copyright against channels like erroneous not erroneously fraudulently like anyone who's basically talking about the leaks are like getting strikes on the channel wow and then now this I, I don't I, this is a developing story every day as news like but like all these like YouTubers are like, are like banding together to like fight back because it's like you know false flagging. That's interesting, man. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's a lot of shit going on. But like I I don't. Do you, are you guys ever gonna play Last of Us or Last of Us Two or have you? I would play. No. Do you have it? I mean, do you have it on disc? Yeah, I have it. I have it. Yeah, I, if, if you let me borrow it, I'll, I'll play it. Okay. Okay. Then I won't. I won't. I won't spoil the story. I'll. I'll. I'll let you play, and then I'll tell you where to go with the story. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. If, yeah. I'll. I will make a conscious effort to to play it. I could go for a video game. I have uh, Mass Effect Andromeda here to play. But oh like, no. no. So yeah. So that's the thing. Everybody says it's terrible. I know it's going to be a long, lengthy, involved game, and I'm like, I like. It's like seems daunting to put it in, so to speak. Yeah. A lot of these big companies. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. It's the same with Bethesda, um, the company that's literally in Bethesda near our house. Like a lot of these beloved companies, 
have have fucking gone to the shitter because they they have they still have the name, but like they're being bought up by big companies and being gutted of their actual like talents and creators. Like Bethesda was a beloved company, and uh, they could do no wrong a few years back. Like now they're doing all kinds of microtransaction shit, like Electronic Arts, because I think they're owned by somebody. Blizzard, you know, of um, World of Warcraft and Diablo and Overwatch was very beloved company, going the same way, like fucking just nickel and dining people and it's going down um this naughty dog uh, they, they're they going a different way um they're uh going to apparently to walk and uh. our, and our and our and our the the, the uh vice the vp is, is 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 yeah gone to walk apparently and it's pissing people off but like yeah all these big companies that like have been respected and beloved and making great things are now all trash. Huh. It, yep. Except like uh, the only the, the the only good guy I can still think of that's still good guy and still beloved is CD Projekt Red, which makes uh, Witcher and uh, I think Red Dead Redemption. But um, yeah, there's they're a Nord. It's somewhere in Europe. They're, they're still doing good good job and it's treating the gamers right. Gotcha. Um, so, like, I'll, I'll I'll think of my my physical copy of a disc of a game so i can give it to you okay okay sounds good i um you mind if i jump in yeah i think that's all i had okay i uh i finished up my little uh sith temple diorama yeah uh, uh which performs very well like uh, in yeah. terms of like holding the characters and all that works very well i'm working on the next one that i can't talk about yet because i haven't put out the patreon uh contest yet uh for it <laughs> Um, let's see what else I did. I watched a documentary, Joe. I started one uh, on Netflix. It was about the uh, one child law in China. Uh-huh. It's I mean, it's fucking terrible and tragic, but it's it's a good watch. And listening to people talk from China of all the different, you know, the people that are interviewed like levels of kind of how do I word this? commitment to the state was yeah. fascinating fascinating um like indoctrination and propaganda right yeah and i mean but but i mean seeing the different levels of it you know the 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 people that are they're the artists that some of the artists that like did art you know about it the whole time is like a protest mm-hmm. um all the way up to people that were doing abortions in you know and feel like they did the state's work and people that did abortions and now feel like they've, you know, they, they've, they're going to hell, yeah. you, you know? Um, so it was, it was interesting. It was a good, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I would imagine it would come up under one child law or probably even under China in the, in the search option for Netflix. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, it was on Netflix. Um, I watched a documentary on, I talked about the Unabomber one last week, right? I watched another one on this. Oh, it was fucking fascinating. It was so it was like on this this uh I think it might have been called Voyeur. So it's on this guy who apparently this happened years and years and years ago, but a journalist discovered him. He said that he owned a hotel and used to like watch people have sex in the hotel. He built like like uh spy rooms and everything like a uncommon. Like a, like above the hotel you know, yeah. rooms and like had vents that he could see in and out of supposedly and um, a car. Like one time there was like a, these people that he really wanted to watch have sex and they turned the lights off 
So he got out of his spy room, got his car, drove it up next to the room and like turned the headlights on. <laughs> <laughs> went back to the spy room to watch. Wow. And he was annoyed that they were complaining about the guy that had his headlights on. Um, So he's a he's an interesting character, but he goes on to tell this story where he basically lies uh, about having been involved with a – there was a drug dealer. Um, the drug dealer was talking about selling drugs to kids. Uh, he left the room. His son had a had a drug problem. He went down into the drug dealer's stash, flushed it down the toilet. Um, the drug dealer came back. Uh, his girlfriend was there. Uh, the drug dealer's like, where's my drugs? And he, she's like, what, what are you talking about? And he, of course, thinks that she did it, and he kills her. And he's coming forward with this story now. And now, like, he's been implicated, right? Like, he's implicated yeah. himself in this whole thing. So... Then it starts to become a thing, like because this guy is doing this book on him, and all of this stuff is coming, and like, but some of the shit starts to not add up, and the Washington Post eventually exposes that this dude's just fucking lying about everything. So that's what I couldn't figure out, and I was working on a diorama while I was watching it, so it's one hundred percent my fault. But I can't figure out if he was lying about all of it or only a portion of it, the murder bit, basically. Um, definitely a room, though. I assume. So I don't. That's the thing is I, I I'm not sure it was Bush and it was not anymore. But mm. but one of the things that I found interesting was like you know now people are calling you know the 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 people are saying like put, sending him death threats you know because they're like I stayed at this hotel during these years or whatever. People are uh, coming out about you know the family of the girl that was killed. You know or actually no I think because that's, that's all bullshit. But I mean cops are coming out. People that like violence against women. Those groups are all coming out. They're coming for this guy's head. Right. Right. <laughs> so he has this like car collection, um, like model cars, toy cars, whatever. And I, I want to say he has them in details too, but I can't be a hundred percent sure on that. Um, and when they're like, well, what do you think about the people's reaction to all this? He's like, I can't believe they put information out about my cars. People know I have this million dollar collection. Now they're going to come, you know, it's like, dude, nobody, can. Wow. you know, it's just how out of touch he is. Yeah. I mean, people who are really self-centered. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I finished finished Clone Wars. Uh, okay, I can't. Does it change the rating? Is it better, worse? As a whole, um, so I would say that the first arc is an eight, the second arc is a six, maybe to me, and then the third arc is a ten. Ten out of ten, fucking perfect, oh. fucking amazingly perfect. Like if it caught me, I, I watched. You know, had I finished it out tonight, I probably would have teared up. Like. Mm. There's, I can't wait to talk about it next week. Um, you'll have to forgive my memory of it at that point, but <laughs> it's so great. I, I, by this time next week, I won't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, like I'll remember beats and stuff, and and but I won't like if you're like, no, that part in episode one that I saw fucking twelve weeks ago. I'm be like, yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, and then I watched episode nine this morning. I, I got up at like three something this morning. I, I'm not sleeping well these days. Why? Why watching nine all of a sudden? Uh, it came out on Disney Plus. Oh, 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 oh. so I watched. I finished up the Clone Wars, and then it came up as suggested next, and I was like, "Sure, why not?" While I was like cleaning up the kitchen and stuff. Um, and you know, like I, I kind of I feel the same way about it. Like there, there, there's stuff in there that I really, really like. Um, there's moments in there that I even love. Uh, but it's just it's just how they handle Ben and her 
in the last 15 minutes of that movie that kills it for me. When X gives it to you is a big is a big downer for me. Uh, let's see what else, if anything. I don't think so. So let's get started. Uh, a little bit of notes this week. For one, let's start with this Hot Toys thing that Chris brought up. Hot Toys revealed a... A picture of clone troopers from the neck or from the neck down or chest down, I guess. Uh, and then it had a Clone Wars logo on it. So Hot, Hot Toys is doing Clone Wars stuff. Now, my question, Chris, to you and to Joe, <clears throat> do you think that this will be animated in style like they d- did with Spider-Verse? Uh, that's, man, I don't know. I, I'd say that's what, I don't, I think that's probably what we'll end up getting. I don't I honestly don't know. I don't know if they'll do it like the Marvel Legends do, but I don't think I need any of it to be honest. That's just me. Right, right, right. So like what do you think, Joe? I mean, isn't there like Cody and Rex Hot Toys? Yes. And I, I th- in a regular style. Well, well there there's Cody, not Rex, cuz okay. Rex isn't in the in the movies. Oh, 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 so okay, so, right. So, so it's from the movie, even though it's okay. So, I don't know. I, I, I'll be, it'll be weird for them to be cartoony. But like they just did these Spider Verse ones that are cartoony. Spider, there's no, uh, there's no reference of not cartoony Spider. Right. Well, there's no reference of Ahsoka live action. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. I'm look with the Marvel Legends. I'm sorry, shit. Black Series did with that though. Right. They made them more of a realistic looking. I would love for, that. I would. I would. Yeah. I would think. I mean, for the would, Rebel stuff. If it's not toys, then like I would think that's where they would go because that's where because otherwise you would just buy a fucking I don't know regular ass you know figure. I hope. I hope it's real worldy, but I, I, I'll tell you, I will be shocked if it is. Um. I would be shocked. I think that they're probably going to be cartoon style, uh, but I, I'll tell you, know, you. better though. I don't think the. Do you think the average hot toys collector is one who wants a cartoony style? I don't know. I mean, they they're doing the cartoony. The only reason why I think this is because they're doing the cartoony style Miles Morales and Gwen's pool or Gwen uh Spider Gwen right now. Right, but like that's that's just what they look like. Right, but that's what I mean. But like Star Wars has movie counterparts, and Clone Wars is just an offshoot of the main thing. Right. Well, Spider Man has movie counterparts. Not those characters. Well, not Ahsoka. Only Ahsoka, though, I guess. No, Asajj. But uh, we have, we, we have, uh, I guess, because like we, you know, we have a core scale Asajj coming out. Yeah. And there are Asajj sat- statues before that. This is a six scale statue. Yeah, we have a rep, we have a rep, but not within the show, I guess. I mean, like, not like, you know, what I mean, there's not like an official live action look of Ahsoka or Asajj or you know a ton of other you know Sabine. I mean, not Sabine, Satine. You know, yeah. like or Bo, whatever Bo Katan. You know, would be another one that would be of interest to me. But um, I don't know. I- I'm curious to see what they do. I I think I'm probably in for the Ahsoka either way. Uh, huh? Just to have one? Yeah, like I, I love that character so much. Like I, I wouldn't put her with put her. the. So that's the thing. I, w- I would put her up in my office or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So I mean, that was it. Nothing, nothing really else to it. I just thought it was interesting. Uh, let's see what's next. So we have uh, TFCon Toronto was pushed back to September. 
not that this is big news. Most of us probably should have saw this coming, but who thinks that this is going to happen in September? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it's happening anytime soon. I don't think there's going to be any. I don't think there's going to be any cons this year. That's yeah. just my opinion. I agree. I don't. I don't know about cons in general. What's going to happen to con culture mm-hmm. from now? On. You know what? What people don't think about with that, because everybody thinks about how it affects you know you know our fun and enjoyment and shopping and all those sorts of things. I would imagine that there's a fairly wide swath of retailers. Um, and not just the little guys, but I would say like TF Source definitely that relies on the big convention sales once or twice a year to do what they do. I mean, I can imagine like you know Agabus and and yep. see, see the five the five percent crew and you know some of the bigger people that are at these things are they're probably going to feel a little bit of burn because uh, that's a big chunk of I would I don't know this but I would imagine it's. For them to haul all that shit and set it up, it's worth their while, you know? Right. Um, so that may be 30 40% of their revenue for the year. I don't that, know. Right. I'm, I'm with you. I think that it's but, probably very significant to what they bring in annually. My, my question is, so back in the day when I when I started going to anime con and shit, like I would, I would save up so I can shop at cons, right? So if I knew there was no cons anymore, I might, I might not have done that. I might have just bought throughout the year instead. So I'm thinking – my question is: Do you think people, you know, do that? They save up just to go buy stuff at TFCon, and if there's no TFCon, then they would still spend the money, but just not there. So mm-hmm. I know, I know that, I know that, you know, TFCon Orlando got canceled, and there was a push to buy from those retailers online. And I, I, several people that I know bought, you know, stuff they were would have bought at a con. You know, they'd save their money up for that. They had bought from the retailers that would have been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just getting that line of communication up, um, to oh, the losses wouldn't be as high as you would think. Possibly, if if, if the communications was there, because like no one's going to TFCon that doesn't already know about third party and where to get it, right? You'd yeah. think, yeah, but I do think that there's probably a large percentage of casual purchases that happen that don't normally. You know what I mean? I've bought shit at cons just because I'm like, eh, I'm here, I got a little bit of money on me. Uh, you know, I like having things. Yeah, I mean, same same for me. But I don't ever at this point. I don't. I don't go to any sort of con to look for stuff. I yeah. just happen to right, be there. Right. Yeah. Same. But like, I, I would imagine that. Uh, you know, like like you were saying, Chris, like with them having to do all that every year, some of them twice a year. You know, to Canada and to the American one, that it, <clears throat> to justify those expenses. Um, unless it's just to keep them competitive in the market, I, I would imagine that it's going to have a large impact on on these these vendors. I mean, especially people. You know, I, I would imagine that it's even having an impact on the bigger guys. But I would say probably even the smaller guys, like like Hanny, like Toy Dojo, like like that that lane. You know, Captured Prey. Obviously, you know, unfortunately they they closed their doors recently. But you know, that kind of mid tier that is probably. It's it probably hurts significantly. I, I would imagine so. The reality of things is like some of them are not going to be around. Yeah. I mean, like when 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 anytime there's a, a money crunch, you know, with like you know, uh, it, when we have like recessions and shit, like unnecessary stuff. At first, go restaurants and jewelry stores. <laughs> and and this is one of those things that people probably won't be spending as much money on, and like there's not enough pie to go around. Yeah. Like. It, it, 
It's already a niche thing, like you talk about on your on your video, Bobby. Like it's a, a niche hobby, a niche thing to buy these things and to begin with. Right. And for therefore, for that to be too much competition, there's, there's just not enough to go around. Right. I don't know, but yeah, I think I think it's gonna I think it's gonna have an impact on these on these retailers for sure. That would be my guess. And like 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 other than Capture Prey, is anyone else talking about closing up? Not no. that I've seen. No, and and listen, that Capture Prey has nothing to do with what's currently going on. I mean, uh, Orson's been. I mean, he's been out. He's been. Uh, he's been basically selling off his inventory for a while now. Okay. He hasn't been taking any new orders or anything. Yeah, I mean, like we talk about buying stuff and shit still. So, like, like I said, maybe, and you're getting orders for dioramas. So, like, you know, people in the nerd community has money. So, I say, I guess people are still buying toys. Trump check. Um, I haven't, I haven't got my shit. <clears throat> yeah, it sucks. Oh, if you if you don't have it, uh, it's gonna be June. I, I did read that if you didn't get it in the first batch. Okay. I mean, that's so, all. Now you know. Um. So. Count, so like, that's fine. The only other note I have here is what does prequel even mean? So there's been an animated Transformers prequel movie announced. Uh, I saw that. Prequel to what? Is the, the question. Right? But they say it's not to the Bayverse, which they also say includes Bumblebee. So is a prequel of the 86? I don't know. I, mean, I mean, I think that's what everybody it's got their fingers crossed for, but like I think we're all like, there's no fucking way, you know. Like, I mean, I hope, but I mean, if they won't even fucking do a Transformer movie based around Transformers, how are they going to do a prequel? Because there's going to be no humans in that whatsoever. <laughs> right. Well, Unless it's, it, well, it's animated. Out. It is yeah. animated. Oh, uh, that's true. They can do that. So it says we. The, the uh, this is from Saber. Well, there's no theaters anymore, but it's supposed to be for theatrical release type deal, right? Like us. Let me read you exactly what was said in this article from Sabertron. It said, we have some pretty big news regarding upcoming... It says, an animated origin film, which would be about the relationship between Optimus and Megatron leading into the War of Cybertron. We know that the director will be Josh Clooney, who recently directed Toy Story 4. He is currently reviewing the final draft from writers Andrew Barr and Gabriel Ferrari, who did two... Who t- Those two did production work on Ant-Man and were credited writers on Ant-Man and the Wasp. The article from Deadline says that this is not part of the live-action Bay franchise, which they reiterate does include Bumblebee. Hence, why calling it a prequel, as the article does, is a bit of a contradiction. It's pretty cool to know that this big-budget film is in the hands of... Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, like, either either Deadline fucked it up and doesn't understand that, that, that Bumblebee may be independent and unique from the Bayverse. And there's been all sorts of contradicting information about that. Um it lines up with the Bayverse for the most part for those, but yeah. Um, a strange choice. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, because I, th- so the only thing here is that like, you know, fans obviously loved the CG element of the Bayver <laughs> of the Bumblebee film that was on Cybertron. Right. Yeah, that's so, movie. <laughs> right. So if they decide, well, fuck it, people do love this and then did that, then I think that that's a great choice, but yeah, I, I'm just wondering if it's, I, I guess the Ant Man people. I, I guess it's actually like a big budget theatrical uh, movie. <clears throat> I would guess, and not like you know, uh, made for home, or you know, or Netflix type deal. Right. I don't know. Uh, any 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 predictions, Chris? You think what do you think is going to be a, a prequel to? I don't care. Um, I don't know though, because it, it it's very unclear. I'm thinking that maybe whoever wrote the article is just a fucking idiot, and it's something. Transformers. <laughs> it's right. uh, yeah. Do you even transform, bro? Yeah. 
<clears throat> um, I, I don't. I don't. Well, yeah. I mean, it'll be cool to get the IDW story. I like that story. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. Uh, but it's quite complex, actually. Very, very. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So we have a couple of questions this week. We'll try to run through a few here. Uh, this is from James R. He says, greetings to the NRR crew. Hope you are doing well, keeping safe, and most importantly, keeping sane. Thank you for all the content you've been pouring out. It has been a relief during these times when one needs to, and when one needs anything and everything to stay, to, uh, to fend off the cabin fever. <clears throat> uh, he says, how are the other guys doing? Dante, Gary, etc." So I was just going to say that Dante just texted me said, reporting from the streets of Anne Arundel County, I'm at Home Depot and all these cats out here raw dog in this breathable air. I'm not taking any <laughs> chances. We still safe and sound on our end. <laughs> no, no. So that just, I just got that report. Uh, Gary is doing well. Um, Gary, I, I can't talk about it here. Maybe I'll talk about it on the Patreon, but Gary in many ways is really fucking doing the Lord's work these days. Um. As for Phil, Phil's still at work and holding up fine. Uh, his his phone needs a bit of an update, but aside from that, Phil seems to be oh, doing. Oh God, that's a today. <laughs> yeah. I, I had no idea what you guys were talking about because like <clears throat> like asked for the thing and I just fucking did it and gave it a thumbs up. I, I didn't know what the problem was. Yeah, I had to give tech advice for those out there. That's right. That your old, your old Uncle Skullface had to come through with a little tech advice for these young snappers, whippersnappers, and uh, get them straight on a couple of things on the old, the old interwebs, uh, which was interesting. But um, and and Chris said, uh, I just want to point out that the the only guy in here with a CD collection is the one giving technical advice. This, this is true. This is true. Uh, he says, first off, <clears throat> let me see who else. Uh, Raul, I haven't heard anything from, so I'm I'm assuming as I always do that no news is good news. Um, Andy is holding up well in Ireland. Seems to be doing fine. Uh, Gort's doing well. Everybody I know is doing well. Uh, Adam, Adam's doing good. I talked to him just a couple few days ago. Good. Yep. Um, he says first off, he said I wanted to take this opportunity, to ask some things as means to keep the boredom at bay and maybe cause some discussion. First off, Joe, I have to confess that I'm a bit angry and jealous. You are one lucky son of a bitch for getting your hands on a copy of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Due to the closed borders, I was denied this, so now I am waiting and hoping my deluxe edition is there for me. Well, I got the first class edition with a bike, and I ordered that shit, like, probably within the hour they I said it was up from Squares. So. Was that, but that was, like, a year and a half. How long ago? Years ago? A long time ago, and I paid it for immediately. So, like, yeah, so, they send that shit out to me early. I got a day in advance. Nice, Bobby. You, yeah, uh, you. Is that uh, like video going up on your channel? No, it's going up on the Patreon. Okay. And I haven't, um, I haven't put it up yet. I'm going to tell people if you want to see a review of the cloud, <clears throat> go on Patreon. Yeah, I have. Um, like not for nothing. I've done pretty well with keeping content on there. Like I was really concerned how this was all going to go, you know. But like, I've scheduled things like one a day. You know, Monday through Friday, and if every now and then I've even posted something on Saturday. Um, I mean, that's already too much content, really. Like for for what people are actually do on Patreon, like every day is a lot. Yeah, and, <laughs> and even like on Fridays, well, on on Fridays. Yeah, so I've actually had people hit me up and say that. Shout out to Kevin R. A few others have hit me up and been like, "Dude, I'm a I'm a subscriber to a few content creators on Patreon. You have more content than all of them combined, or you know, my top guy or whatever." 
Um, but I try to put out the podcast, uh, a lot of the podcast stuff, like the bonus podcast stuff on Fridays to, cause they're like two hours or so to kind of hold you over till Monday. It was like my goal to like the weekend is like catch up time. And then we hit the, we hit the ground running again on Monday. Um, he said, but despite that, I was, uh, I wanted to ask, how have you been taking to the remake? Has it met your expectations? What changes did you enjoy and which did, did you not? From the characters shown in the first part, which would you say is your favorite gameplay-wise and which story-wise? Oh, man, that's, that's, that's so much. And, like, I don't want – it's still new. And, and people haven't been having trouble getting it, so I, I don't want to spoil it. But it, it has way, way exceeded my expectation. Like awesome. I, I, I didn't think I was tent. Like people were really worried that was going to be bad. I, I really didn't think it was going to be bad. I thought it was going to be at least decent, but not meet the uh, like. Sometimes when you remake something or something sacred, Final Fantasy is sacred in in the nerd world. Like you just can't do it right. You know what I mean? Like right. people are going to complain. So like I, I thought that was going to be that, but really like it's not it, it's fucking amazing i love everything about it I, i'm still playing it like the story the characters the voice acting it, it, it's great there are things that I, I, I like all the changes i like all the minor changes there's one possible big change at the end and like i am very optimistic about it i know um people who love the original might have are there are some who are complaining about it, but um, yeah, I I don't think the complaint is is founded yet. Well, let me get into let me let me approach this as sort of a rapid fire because he has a lot here, <clears throat> yeah. and I'll try to keep the the spoiler ones out of it. So, yeah. who is your favorite player game gameplay wise? Tifa. Tifa of what? T- t- what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, which which what about uh story wise i i can't i cannot okay, pick. okay. They're, 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 like I, I don't know which I, I don't know what the equivalent is for you bobby it would be like picking between your two well i guess, I guess it's easy for you han solo is your f- fucking favorite the star wars person so like right. yeah I just can't. It's like picking between your kids. Like I love these characters so much. What about uh, which character would you say? What about story wise? Uh, oh, you, well, oh yeah, you, you can't, you can't, you can't pick. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I was still thinking. I was still thinking that there was one in there that might be a potential spoiler that you didn't want to talk about. Also, to, okay. to me, it's good. The story is good. It it, it 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 is a remake of the original game with changes. What character would you say you are most anxious to see return in the next part? He says that his is Vincent. Uh, that would be my go-to. Okay. Um, I, I, I like Sid a lot. The, the uh, fucking cigar-smoking, cussing astronaut that holds a spear. What are your thoughts on the ending and where it could potentially lead the story? Or do you want uh, to get into I, it? I, I, like I said, I, I don't want to spoil it. Um, the, the, the potentials are limitless. And b- part of what is amazing and part of what's scary also you know, mm-hmm. for for, for uh, all fans, and also people come into this game, the remake, wanting different things. Some people want a faithful, like one to one port of the original game with updated graphics and and voice acting, which is not what I wanted really. But I can see why people want that. But I think that's a pointless. When you remake something exactly the same as before, I think it's pointless. Gotcha. Um, but I, I I like the ending. It's, it's kind <clears> of <throat> controversial, but you know. 
I, uh, I, I like it. What RPG would you like to see given this the FF7 treatment? His picks are Chrono Trigger, FF8 and 9, and Xenosaga series, and finally Legend of Dragoon. Uh, uh, I, I would say Legend of Dragoon. Uh, uh, Legend of Dragoon can use a prequel also because since the prequel, the, the last generation was mentioned on there already, I, as much as I love 8, like uh, with, you know, I love the world and stuff. But if you really think about the story, a lot of it doesn't fucking hold up. It, a lot of it doesn't. It's too much time traveling shit, and like I don't, I don't. I, they would have to change too much. What else is on that list? Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger is a great, great fucking game. I, I could see that. But it's so long that it would be another one of those like multi, multi part games, and it had like fucking fifty six different endings. So I don't know how they would do that nowadays. And he says the Xeno Saga series. I love the Xeno Saga series. Uh, it, well, no. No, I don't want a Xeno Saga series remake. I want them to finish Xeno Gears because Xeno Gears is a game that came out around the same time as Final Fantasy VII back in the late '90s, and at the end you find out it's Episode Five. But we never got one through four <laughs> or right. six. Um, I mean, it's like Star Wars. I guess Star Wars. If everyone was fine with Star Wars, you you got four, five, and six, right? And and it was just <clears> fine. But. Right, right, right. So speaking of Star Wars, he says uh, to me, but anyone's welcome to to chime in if they have an opinion on it. He says he's been dipping into old Star Wars comics as of late. And one thing he wondered is how did I first feel when in certain issues I saw Jedi using what are essentially force techniques attributed to the Sith, force lightning being the prime example. Or dark side users who who didn't really portray an evil vibe the Sith give off and even were left alone by the Jedi of the time. He said, personally, I found it fascinating to see that it isn't all black and white. Some of the fandom portrays the Force as and is, I guess, and more like it depends on the user. I ask you this because I felt that you have been really opening my eyes to the lore, given your vids like Arrogance of the Jedi, your thoughts on The Last Jedi, and Luke's actions in the later trilogy. Very interesting and good stuff and food for thought. So, to me, I don't think that the Jedi are the antithesis of the Sith. Like, I think that the Jedi are the antithesis of dark side users. So, like, Asajj Ventress is the opposite of what a Jedi is. Uh, Kylo Ren is the opposite of what a Jedi is. But there is no opposite for what Vader is. There is no opposite for what Sidious is because no Jedi is that perfect at being a Jedi. Like, they're, they get really good at, at harnessing the light side of the Force but they're not good enough to be what the Sith is for the dark side of the force. The Sith is an absolute to me. Um, as far as like them using dark side powers and vice versa, like it never, re- I don't think it really occurred to me because I think I got into the comics after I got into Knights of the Old Republic. And the way that Knights of the Old Republic kind of handled it was if you are a Jedi or you and you are more, you know, in line with the light side of the force, it doesn't mean that you can't use dark side powers. You know, like Ray, for instance, in episode nine, it just means that you're not going to be as good at it. So it's not, it's not forbidden. It's not something you shouldn't use. Like, whoa, that dark side stuff. You shouldn't be fucking practicing that shit. So I think that the Jedi Council that we see in the prequels kind of thinks that way. And, and right. you know, and then the remnants of it in the original trilogy kind of think that way. But I'm not sure if they're right. You know, like. They they were wrong about so fucking much that I'm not sure if they're right. I mean they've 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 changed so much from when they were in, like originally created the Jedi right Council. right so like they're different already. Correct. So to me it's like uh you know 
you could be a plumber, uh, but it doesn't mean that you don't know how to change out a breaker on your breaker box. You're just not going to be as good at, as, at that as an electrician is how I kind of see the dark side and the light side. But the Sith, like nobody is going to be, no Jedi is going to be as good at dark side powers as the Sith are. And no dark side user is going to be as good at dark side powers as the Sith are. Like they are 100%. But the thing is like, we, we, it's very clear. Well, not very clear. It's been shown a lot what dark side powers are. But like, what are like? You don't, I can't think of like a light side. <clears throat> so like, like healing, side. healing has been like in the games, and now in episode nine, a light side power. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, that's that's like the the, the easiest go to. Perfect. No, no, it's good. I'm good with that. Um, and then Chris, he has one for you as well, which is diorama related. He says, "What was it that first piqued your interest creating dioramas?" And such, and what was your first attempt in building such projects, if I may ask, and do you feel it has made an impact on you as you have developed your skills in this area? Oh, boy. And then he says, hope you all remain safe, happy, healthy, much love to you all. Thank you all for your work in these trying times. Um, I got started doing dioramas, I guess, about five, six years ago now. Yep. Um... I'd just seen, I'd seen some people do it. Actually, my buddy Dan had made a couple... And then it kind of got my interest in it, and I was trying to, I was trying to figure out a way to do it. For some reason, the foam to me just seemed like, I don't know, it just seemed cheap for some reason. So I tried to make some stuff like out of wood, and it didn't, it didn't work. Um, I did some shipping containers and dumpsters and stuff like that, and I, I did the um, light up uh, piece for Bobby for the Decepticon piece, and and then I got. I got busy doing like all those detolf backers for the um, you know the light up things. And now I've gone back to those. <sighs> yeah, um, kind of <laughs> in a different way. And then um, actually Sunday he'd asked me to make him an alleyway, which I'd never even thought about doing, and I did it, and I really enjoyed doing it, and it's kind of off to the races from there. Um, it's as it has it's changed me as as it. Is that what the question was? I think I think it was uh, whatever it was that kind of piqued your interest. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'd gotten into action figure photography and and need you know wanted some stuff for that. Which funny thing is, I built stuff for myself with all these grand plans to take pictures, and I never take the pictures. Um, and it's you know it's just kind of spiraled out of control now, and it. I think about more so when I buy like figures and stuff. I think more. A lot of the time about how would I use that in a diorama setup for a photo, which is kind of dumb because I don't take photos, but I think about it a lot, <laughs> which is a very odd way to do it. And now I'm just so fucking busy doing this shit. It doesn't even cross my mind, really. I'm just fucking grinding. I'm always trying to think of the next idea, and I've come to the conclusion that I've I've got to I've got to figure out what to produce that people really can't just make themselves. I mean... Uh, 112 shoes. <laughs> well, <laughs> people do make those. Um, but, you know, like the thing I'm doing now with those columns, yeah, you could... I'm sure somebody can make those, but to replicate them over and over and over. Um, you know, so, like, I, I don't have any interest in selling something with brickwork on it anymore. Um, because everybody can do brickwork. And, I don't know, just trying to trying to find a, my space in the... 
in the in the diorama world and be trying to like be, yeah be the at the bleeding edge of the fucking diorama technologies. Sure. Yeah, and that's you know I've invested a lot of money and 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 planning to continue to invest a lot of money in in what we do here. Um, and I think that hopefully shows in in what we have going on. <clears throat> I, I, you know, I never heard the story. I don't remember how you got how Mesco got a hold of you. Uh, D amazing. I'd worked with I'd worked with Darius several times, and um, you know he had he had they needed just had contacted him and asked him you know hey who wants you know we need some diorama stuff they were doing their stuff in house and I mean you can look back and see what they were doing it's basically like a little base a little base plate with a picture behind it so they were looking for something a little more you know unique and detailed and um, so I guess just a rando intern there doing it or something. Essentially, some guy that worked there, yeah, who actually met it. I met it at New York Comic Con, actually. Um, you took his job. I think I actually did. Uh, <laughs> those those things, like like the the Mythic Legions backgrounds that you're doing, when you're when you're getting the idea to do that, do you have to sit down at your computer and design it in the computer program, like how to cut the pieces, yes. and like ha- yes. how? So how has your and I'm I'm not trying to I'm not trying to Barbara Walters you, but like, <laughs> but, but like well I'm I'm just curious about it like how has how where would you judge your skill and ability in regard to that like from the first time that you sat down at a computer and had to design something in this program to the point that you are now. So I'll tell you a funny story. I'm working on a project. I actually showed it to you guys for for a. a um, a mystery box basically, um, and. I knew I had had a. I knew what I wanted to make, and I knew the design that I had used in the past was on my in my in my cloud essentially on this program I use. So I go back and I look at it, and <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck was I doing?" Because you just learn so much over time. So I will say, you know, we've got that vinyl that cut cricket every set vinyl cutter here, and the software for that lend lends itself a lot to the software I'm using now. Um, so it was a pretty easy transition for me, but I, I learned new stuff every day on how to, how to use that software. So yeah, I have to sit down. So like, I'll, I'll tell you like those, those walls, there's, there's three cuts I have to do. I have it. I have one, one piece and my machine will cut a 20 by 20 piece of foam. So, you know, I buy these sheets and I, I quarter them and then I quarter and then I half that. So I've got basically, it's like a 20 22 to 24 inch square slide in the machine. So one one cut is um, the columns. So those columns are two pieces that are glued together, sanded and filled um, to get both sides. And then there's the very back piece, and then there's an arch filler, and then the front arch. So those are on two pieces of foam. And then on a piece of PVC that I've had cut out specifically to the size I need is the window and the um, the floor piece. So those cut out. Um, and I have to lay all that out. I have to lay out everything, how deep I want the cuts to be. And essentially all I use, I mean, people use these machines to make, a lot of what they make is, you know, uh, live, laugh, love signs and <laughs> fucking American flags. I swear, if you go in the group right, for these right, PNC right, machines, right. it's an American flag with a red stripe. It's American flag with a blue stripe. It's American flag with a, you know, my uncle's, uh, Vietnam unit on it or right, whatever. Right, it's, right. it's like I swear, eighty percent. So and like the software that I that it's it's free software. It's called Easel. It's available online. Anybody can use it. 
Um, I cut out shapes. I mean, if you think about what I'm doing, I'm just cutting out shapes. I'm not doing anything. So, so there's a lot of other software, and a lot of people look down on this software that I use. And oftentimes, someone is like, yeah, easel sucks. I'm like, well, I'm not making American flags and live, laugh, love signs. So it works out great for me. Right. It works for what works for you need to find a straight. Right. So uh, pretty much everything I've ever made since I've had the machine, I have the file for it. So I can go back and like like when I do need bricks, I don't lay out bricks. I go to the <laughs> I go to my file and I copy paste and move it around to manipulate to the size I need. Right. Um so it's been a learning curve there, but I have this great catalog of all this stuff. Um I've only lost one design and it was behind it, it's always at your disposal. It is. I've only lost one design, and it's a pretty heartbreaking one. That that um, vault with the the safe with the vaults oh. inside. Oh, really? Oh I, my God! I deleted it somehow, and I called the company. They're like, "Yeah, there's no way to recover anything because it's all cloud based." So, um, there's a little insight. So, you know, going along with that, also like that piece that we're working on now. The behind the window is a, fro a frosted piece of of translucent material for the window and there's a piece of um, it's actually gutter mesh that's cut out to give it that crosshatch you know window like was in vogue at the at the time of this would have been around so then everything gets glued sanded painted <laughs> sealed boxed and shipped um, and my wife helps out with um, the majority of those steps so yeah, I say painting and building and everything yeah. yeah, so it's a full production facility here now. But you know, considering I started out um, making a mess and getting paint on my kitchen table in Alabama, I think we've come a long way. So yeah, definitely. That, even though they've been doing that for years, I'm doing it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just wanted to see if I could. We had a couple quick questions. I'm just going to knock those out, and then we have two for next week. Uh, just to shout those individuals out is Paul C. And uh, and Esteban. So I'll, I'll save those two for next week because they're a little bit more in depth, and we'll go ahead and knock these two out. So the first one is from uh, Fun Fun Toys fan. Uh, wait, wait, no, may I may I get that? It might just be oh, Facundo, Facundo. Um, yeah. So I don't, I'm not sure which one is the pseudonym there, but that's a cool fucking name. He says. Hi, I was listening to 243, and you were talking about boy bands and stuff, and I asked myself this, are the Temptations a boy band? Oh, my God. <laughs> they apply to what Chris said about being dancing and singing and not playing band of boys, right? Thanks for the constant con content output. I, c I think so. What about Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes? <laughs> Smokey Robinson. I guess all that, all that stuff, that Motown stuff of that era, would, would be uh, boy bands. Of, of, they're a product, right? They like they were created specifically. Well, I don't know about all of them. I think some of them are like guys that grew up together. You know, um, I think that's the difference, right? Like boy bands have to be, like, <clears throat> had to be. assembled. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Bobby. Yes. How about the Isley Brothers? Is that a boy band? <laughs> I don't think so. You, you call the Isley, Isley Brothers a boy band? You're probably gonna lose a finger. Yeah, and Ron Isley still has it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would I would say that there's an argument for it, but I think Joe, you might be right that the caveat to it might be that it has to be a it has to be a packaged product. Yeah, yeah, like a commercial money making product. Yeah, Beach Boys. Yeah. Oh, well, wait, did they? I think they knew each other. I think they came and they were and they played instruments. That's true. That's true. Oh, they, oh yeah, they have to do something other than sing and dance. Boy bands cannot do anything but sing and dance. 
So if they if they can play their own instruments, then or oh, well, they, they they would have to write. The, boy bands don't write their own music either, right? They don't write their own lyrics and music. Ooh, I don't know because that does change. Because I I mean I think New Edition wrote their music. I th- I'm pretty sure. Well, the the definition of boy band is is loosely defined as a vocal group consisting of young male singers, usually in their teenage years or 20, singing love songs marketed towards young women. <laughs> Many boy bands dance as well as sing, usually giving highly choreographed performances. So they li- there's some other ones we've missed out on here. The Osmonds. Ah, uh, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Menudo is a fucking factory. I don't know if you guys know about Menudo or not. Are they Korean? What? No. no. They're Mexican. Oh, uh, no, I don't know about them. There's like so some- is Menudo still going on? So basically, Menudo... Um, is uh, wasn't Ricky Martin in Menudo? Ricky Martin was in Menudo. Oh, so basically, okay. Ma- Menudo is is you you aged out of Menudo. You did not it, age out of Backstreet Boys. You definitely <laughs> didn't. <laughs> they were touring. <laughs> I mean, you don't age out of the Beach Boys either. That's a fact. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think by that definition, then by that definition, the Temptations is is definitely in that pocket. You know, as is a lot of that, you know, the four tops and all that stuff. They have officially disbanded after Manito disbanded. They started in 77 and disbanded in 2009. Oh, wow. That's wow. Hell of a run. Yeah. Hell of a run. Um, and then the last question, uh, and this was given just to me, but I, I thought it was, I would like to hear your guys' responses to it, is if you could take only one Star Wars film to watch for the rest of your life. And not to say that you can watch other stuff. Yeah, you can still watch other stuff. But if you're going to watch a Star Wars movie, it's going to have to be this particular Star Wars movie. Which which would you choose? Mm. Is the holiday special off the table? Off the table. Oh, like Rogue One and all that shit is on the table. It Rogue was, One is on the table. All, all that shit. Solo's on the table. Clone so, Wars so, Animated is on the table. The movie. Just Just for clarification... It's not that this is the only movie we can ever watch, but if we want to watch it, this is the only Star Wars property that exists for us. Correct. I don't know why, but like my head jumped to three. That's my answer as well. Really? Okay. Yep. Well, I see. We're on the same boat a lot. That's why I don't find you to be a contrarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, but I'm, Con- I'm... Uh, contrarian boat. <laughs> are, you, are you on the boat too? No, I'm just saying it's a good name for a man. <laughs> oh, um, <God> damn <laughs> Or actually, contrary, contrarian um, uh, submarines probably better. But um, I was I was either three or Rogue One, to be honest. Wow, three is strong. Oh, with it. Yeah. So like, I, I'll tell you what my thoughts are about three. Like it, I think it's. Uh, I mean, I know it's dark, but I think it's the most fun. Like I, I like that movie. A lot just, of romping. It's, it's a lot just of romping. Fun to me. It's just like it's just. Everything I love, it's very Force-heavy, very Force-centric, which is my favorite part of Star Wars. It's just lightsabers and battles and blowing up stuff and quotable lines. And, you were the chosen one. Yep, and, 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 and tragedy, which, which is my favorite part of Star Wars. Dude, I love it. Is, 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 is 3 also with uh, Obi-Wan riding the lizard? So yep. Yep. Hello there, Chris. That's, Chris, that sounds like me on uh, anniversary and birthday too. By the way, <laughs> wow. 
Oh my goodness. Oh, we're bringing it all back. <laughs> yeah. And with that, uh, shout out to the rest of the cool table, Shadowcast Uncut, End of the Realm, Stasis Lock, Toy Detox, who I think just put out an episode. Um, either that or my my library updated and downloaded everything again, which it sometimes does. Um, shout out to Building Up To It, Fresh Communications, uh, Breaking the Mold, and Verbally Challenged, which if you haven't listened to the episode of Verbally Challenged in regard to the Rona Romp, um, it's very good. And uh, Jose uh, Harrigan BX hosts it, obviously, and <clears throat> from working in a hospital in the Bronx, I believe, yep, he has a uh, a very sobering and passionate take on all of it. And weren't people just all out in the park this past week in, in New York in West Village? Uh, yep. So they've been everywhere. And and, and while I, I I kind of I have some reservations about some of the statements that he made uh, and some disagreements and things that point of view and things like that, like. The, the the fact that you can tell this dude had some shit to get off his chest, like, I could listen to that energy all day long. And it's a fantastic episode if you are so inclined. Um, and shout out to the rest of the Nerd Rage team. Marilyn Phil handling our notes and Twitter. Dante the Destroyer, who is well and in, in, in not going raw dog on the breathable air. Um, <laughs> and uh, handles our Facebook. And, and shout out to uh, Raul handling our Instagram and... Uh, Andy and Gort helped me with Force Sensitive as well as Esteban handling the Force Sensitive uh, Instagram. And and then Manny behind the scenes, who I would like to talk to make sure that he's doing well in these times, but we keep missing each other. Um, And I think that's it. With that, Flappy Labius. Tasty Taint. Tight dick player.